almost there. I think it glitched a little bit. All right. Welcome in, guys, to episode two of the Beards of Light podcast. We have a really fun-packed uh, episode for you. Once again, my name is Kula, and I am joined along Gibbles today. Uh, we also have a uh, special guest, Wraith of the Nine. We're going to get into Wraith of the Nine here before we let him in here. We're going to kind of embarrass him with a few clips from his, uh, from his stream, some of his better moments better moments so to speak uh and uh and really try to try to have a good conversation tonight tonight's topics uh are uh some fun ones i think uh it's it was a good one to bring wraith on for topics for today we're gonna be talking about is uh the new player experience so from what a lot of us used to go through for ARR, that super long extra 60 quest quest line, um, and then uh, the new streamlined quest line, uh, it still feels like a drag, but it's it's nice and streamlined. Uh, we're going to be doing a um, being a Final Fantasy streamer. Uh, Gibbles and I both stream, but we're both considered uh, end game content streamers, so we stream a lot of end game content. Um, it's not as vampire-y, Final Fantasy appealing as the new player experience, right? Everybody wants to catch in on the sprouts going through all the trauma that they had to go through in their time and then um just some stuff like uh features that we'd like to see in the in the game it's our last and final topic for the game uh i know i've got a few i know bard's been thinking of a few uh kind of get rates mentality on that as well just to kind of see if from stuff he's played in the past stuff that he'd like to see in the game but before we get into that let's uh let's check out some of rates work uh and then we'll get him in here so we could talk about the news let me change my tab here so I'm on a good tab and we will change the video I'm not sure why that changed like that but whatever oh that's funny <laughs> oh man all, the, beers, all over yes. the place whoa what is going on oh hold on oh, we're like fix zoomed this. In. we are super zoomed in I think we're on the wrong we're on the wrong screen well thank oh, you we'll for showing it. up Kaznik all right there we go so uh, here is uh, here's a clip entitled "I Get to Ride Him." Uh, so let me flip this and let me mute the music. Aren't stream clips great? Stream clips are great. Never leave anything down. We go to cast out the darkness. I get to ride him. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. But I get to ride mid? Yeah, yeah, you do. You definitely do. Uh, and then and then uh, after the Waking Sands incident. To be fair, I think everyone is excited they got to ride him. Wait. They were. Wait. <laughs> is everyone fucking dead? What? Is my cat girl okay? Oh yeah. Okay. So you know everybody's dead, but is the cat girl okay? And then for those of you who are from Raid Stream, thank you guys for coming in tonight. Let's uh, let's just dive into previous uh, previous thoughts about Alfie. Oh my god, I hate Alfie. Like, I want to slap this kid so fucking much, dude. You have no idea how much I actually want to slap this child. If it weren't illegal, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> to be fair, I think everyone felt that way. He went. He went through a good glow up. Well, the FF14 
He went through a good glove. All right. Well, we've done enough talking about Wraith. Let's bring him in here. Uh, let me make sure that I'm on the right screen here when I bring him in. Uh, he's being a good sport, letting us talk about him behind his back. But welcome in, Wraith. Thank you so much for coming today. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up, guys? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, uh just a couple pieces of news for this week. Uh we talked a little bit about last week's data center test. Um really exciting stuff. Um the big thing that came from that is they did um I did a massive login campaign test. So they wanted everybody to create a character and then attempt to log in all at the same time. Um, this is supposed to show kind of the expansibility of uh cloud gaming or of data centers. Oh, um and it's his guest rather. name, Kula. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. We'll change it. Oh, yeah. Twitch.tv uh, slash yes. guest name. Guest name. And we're still so showing guys. all of my social medias. I forgot to give that. We'll do that. We'll shout We'll shout out the social medias. Let me change the name real quick, though. Uh, find them at Twitch at guest name. Yeah. Yep. Twitch at guest Twitter, name. Twitter at guest name. Yeah. All right. There we go. There we go. He's a little big, but he's fine. We'll He's doing great. Right. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're good. <laughs> All right. Um, so they the the biggest consensus is uh, I know I was watching a little bit of Rin scream uh, some of his cloud gaming stuff. He was able to almost triple cast uh, within GCDs. He thought that was a big and that's a big deal for some classes being able to pop in three skills between your GCDs. On the fly production. That's right. If we're nothing but on the fly, then it's great. Um, so uh, he was happy about the the triple GCD windows that he was able to kind of span through. On like I think he was getting like twenty nine ping. Uh, the biggest the biggest thing that came from it was like the ping. Everybody who um, plays that normally plays on VPNs was able to come off their VPNs and play with almost no ping. It was it was pretty fantastic. I think. This is a big benefit to the community if we can get these up and running correctly. Um, it takes the guesswork out of hardware. Wraith, I know your background's a little bit in IT, so like you can understand this a little bit. Um, but like with with things like AWS and Azure um, being in the backbone of what you do, it makes it a lot easier to be able to do um, to focus on your development and less on dealing with your hardware or dealing need to worry about whether your servers are up and running. Yeah, it's it is hardly 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 noticeable. Correct. Um, the other big thing I know uh, for those of you watching Wraith's stream, he did a big dive into this. Um, but uh, we did have the contest winners for the uh, hairstyles. Um, I won't dive into all of these. Uh, we'll give some memorable quotes on a few of them. They all look really good. Uh, I think they they all have a fit in this game oh, for sure. If they, they can, I know Wraiths yeah. was this one. This one was Wraiths' big favorite. But are there it better fucks. beards? It does fuck. True. It's pretty good. True. <laughs> I know. What, Final Fantasy win square. When are we? Are there beards? better beards? We, yeah. <laughs> we need beards. We need better beards. This one was a little questionable. Like like what's going on? What's going on here? Uh, yeah. Who like puts hair, hair like, on rings? Yeah, it's are not they just like waste it's, money it, on extensions it, to attach it to rings. Like, come on now. So it's very, it's a very TikTok hairstyle. It is a very TikTok hair. It's like a very yeah. like. Um, but New I like that they stuff, were yeah. including kind of the highlighting. So like, this is a bob that we are familiar with, right? But they're doing the underside as the highlight as opposed to the top part, which was the previous build, which I think is nice. I think it's a it's a good add. And then some of these other ones, which have like this top part gets highlighted and then the back gets not. Um, Two color armor it, um, zones, three color hair zones. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Let's just expand all everything. 
Uh, everything is goes out to another another color zone. That would be fantastic. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so th- these were the winners. Uh, they did say that some of the ones that the developers really liked would end up in the game. Um, you know, we might see a few of these. They did also say there was a disclaimer at the bottom that did say that those who didn't win, if the developers like them, could also be entered into development into the game. So it was, if an entry was in, uh, is to be implemented, they make make adjustments. But they also said entries that did not win may also be selected to be implemented implemented in the future. So um, really cool stuff. They get a, a cool little uh, cool little cat earring as the as as the prize victors so uh congratulations to anybody and everybody who did those that's that's all super super cool um they they uh they had so many entries they had to increase the winning uh numbers so they went from 30 to 40 well i think it's Um, just so cool that like they do that to begin with you know like the, the fact that they reward the the really really faithful loyal fan base by like even if something something as simple as like hey do some free art for us Get right. it in the game, right? Well, uh, yeah, right. like the last, the last, the tome weapons right now. The, the current um, one of the highest in weapons is uh, it was was contest winners too, right? Anyways, all right. So we got our news out of the way. Um, some, some 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 cool stuff. We'll see if they've got some more stuff next year uh, or next week uh, to, to to bring in. Um, but let's let's uh, let's kind of talk about what we're we're here to talk about. So, um, Wraith, why don't, why don't you discuss your new player experience? Let's let's <laughs> we'll save the stream stuff for for the stream topic. But like, um, I know you said that. Uh, I know you've been saying that ARR is probably your least favorite because it, tr- it was kind of dragging a bit. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would say, like, especially with, with ARR, I think um, being the, like, new player welcome wagon, um, it, it's definitely, like, a almost like a culture shock to an extent to, like, going from more traditional MMOs into something like FF14, which is so narrative heavy and so um, like story driven compared to something like WoW, which is not very story driven. And also, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what? I don't know what you're yeah. talking. They've got they've been, or, or even fine. Even like the modern ones, like like New World or ESO and stuff, like these new ones that have come around in in like the last like five ten years or whatever it's like it's it is definitely leans itself more into the your like traditional final fantasy sort of thing at least from like my perspective you know i'm definitely limited in my knowledge to like how things are going to turn out especially in like what happens when you get done with the expansion like the the final expansion that's like in the current rotation and everything so and we should it's it's uh, definitely we should just preface with chat that yeah. we are uh, at the Ilmeg dungeon of Shadowbringers, and we are not going to move past yes. that. So, uh, anybody who's in yes. chat, please make sure we're cutting back our comments to the, that that particular set of information, um, just so we're not going to be spoiling anybody's uh, experience. We want everybody to have a a great experience. So, no spoilers. Um, no spoilies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i think um i think that's the one thing that um is a lot different from other mmos that people have played right there's a lot of ability to skip in like wow and stuff like that where you can just jump past a good chunk of the content i mean the, the biggest joke i think yeah. from wow is like 
the world was so bad they had to destroy it in order to make it better right like when you get to capitalism yeah. and they just completely uprooted the entire world but like uh and, and then and then it's like well, what are you doing like what what happens now that you had all that development time in those previous expansions but now you're just blowing it away with final fantasy you're forced into the story right and i think gibbles and i've had this kind of discussion before of like at what point do you get where you need to make a new game because it's too much, right? Because that's the biggest sell to friends is like you got to play through five expansions unless you want to pay 50 bucks to skip. That's an interesting... Yeah, I mean, even then, like, you play, you play these other games, right? You play ESO, you play WoW, you play... Uh, I mean, I saw you talking about Destiny on your stream, so I was going to bring up Destiny, right? If you, oh, yeah. if, you, if you nuke the story or create a story that can be played in any order, it... If someone is wants to wants to play a good story, it fractures it and it makes it like impossible to deal with. Oh, getting a, an immersive experience in a game like ESO is just like, or Destiny is not existent whatsoever. Like you you can't have that. And I think that's an interesting thing to say about like at what point do you just make a new game? And that's something that like I've thought about where it's like imagine if they had another crack at it without all of the behind the scenes drama that they had to go through with 1.0 and like getting ARR out the out the gate <laughs> to begin with and everything spaghetti code yada 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 right you know i mean we've seen like see I'll, i won't say too much about it because you know i don't want to spoil 16 but we've seen creative business unit 3 kind of flex their game making muscles a little bit with 16 and if it's they had like the resources and time to make something like completely fresh and that's that's kind of that's kind of the big thing too like i know um koji fox was worried about getting back to final fantasy 14 when he was brought over to the 16 team like that was a real worry that he wasn't going to come back um he did end up coming back just you know everybody can shout out we can get our memes don't worry um and they're all great they're they're, all the the memes are great um I do just want to touch really quick on Alex's comment, uh, which is the first two expansions uh, after ARR are free now, which is a huge benefit. And that does like kind of lead to a better conversation, right? From a, from like trying to get people into the game, you can be like, hey, you don't have to play, play uh, pay for the game to play it through level 70, right? And then you can pay for it and get through the last two expansions, which, you know, there are limitations, right? I mean, it does limit you from being able to trade items or anything like that. Um, uh, and I think with the new Stormblood stuff, you can't do ultimates. That's the other big lockout is you can't do ultimates. So, um, but I mean, you're still getting a good experience. And yeah, ultimates. Uh, the ultimate set. Yeah, no, no, no stats for a free trial. I don't need. I don't need free uh, free you tier Eureka. being able to oh, do great. like crazy. Things. You do get Eureka. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, okay. a, that's a that's we, a, we all that's love a sore subject. I was gonna say, that's a sore subject for Gibbles. You should uh, you should check out his YouTube video on uh, on exploration areas. He, uh, Were you not he a fan? Pretty. Oh I, yeah, well yeah. When Eureka first came out, like I was just like, oh, I was like, yeah, this is this is really fun. And then the second area of it came out, and I was just like, yeah, no, n- no, <laughs> done, no. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I I won't talk too much about like Alex, but Alex, you know the Alex Raid series. Oh, but why not? Why not talk about Alex? Uh, <laughs> Gordian. It, it has problems. We'll just say it has problems. But uh, I think like for new players, like I think when it comes to not just 
Final Fantasy, but like any game, like getting into any game, there's always going to be that hurdle of like, you know, you always hear like, oh, oh, keep playing and it gets good after X amount of time, X amount of progression. Once you get to this activity, oh, then it gets good where it's like you can't really have somebody skip through ARR because of how important some of those like foundational building blocks are from the narrative perspective, which I think Final Fantasy 14's greatest strength and greatest weakness is like the fact that it is so narratively driven. It's like it's got this fantastic story. It's pretty slow and not what MMO players tend to like look for, but it's really good. So it's like, uh, like, who are you going to catch? And, and it's almost like a mismarketing thing. Like it's a we joke in, in my chat, at least like it's an RPG first MMO second. And yep, absolutely. That's a, good, that's a good description. It's kind of hard to pitch that to new players almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you I mean, mean by that? if you're if you're an MMO player, you like to grind, right? Just grind the story. It's that's it yeah <laughs> yeah sure. just grind it bro it's like well can i skip through all the dialogue absolutely not you Absolute cannot enough. skip through all the dialogue um so um alex asked do we think that uh the experience is better or worse or neutral um as pe- for being part of the streaming committee from from the streamer's perspective i think having a strong story that a player can stream through um, we've seen we've seen this kind of play out, right? Uh, Hexity and Moxie and Free and I mean even Wraith has benefited from being able to play through the story as a Sprout, walking their way through. There is this mentality amongst the Final Fantasy community to vampire the emotions of the streamer because you know Final Fantasy is a very you know emotional game in in many, more ways than than one can count. Um, and and I do hope that you did. Uh, buy your stock in uh tissues wraith as you walk through Shadowbringers oh, yeah. and endwalker uh as i do up. as i do warn all streamers that haven't gone through Shadowbringers and uh and walker yet um but uh but yeah i think that there is and i think we'll talk about that in our next section of like new streamers going through the story now but i think like free did it where he played through the story right he just blasted right through it because at the time he didn't really care uh got to the end game content where all of his friends were to be able to do that content and then went back and did it as new game plus so he was able to go back walk through the story as it was and then be able to play through the story kind of like a new sprout streamer but being in end game content in his offline time that's an interesting way of doing it i haven't really like seen too too much of uh like freeze msq journey but i do wonder how that would like affect some of the like big shocking reveals and stuff if you are aware of some of that in-game stuff like i any anyone who's seen it like my um like the Stormblood raid series i don't know if saying it's a, a spoiler or not for anyone who might not have seen it but the o raid is some of my favorite content in the game it's so good i loved it and like I feel like that would have been kind of a a pretty heavy spoiler, you know, like to go back to the MSQ and doing that. Whereas like for someone who's, you know, picking it up and do, being a smaller streamer, like going through MSQ with a group of people kind of like emotional vampiring along the way. It's definitely it, it definitely I think is good for the experience of both being a streamer and like digesting the story because you have kind of like a steady pace and it flows very well you know um it keeps you kind of on track and keeps you from 
skipping and blasting through stuff and kind of reminds you to not make some of the the easy mistakes it is to make for like you know whenever you take on such a hefty game you know you don't burn yourself out as easily yeah yeah Yeah. Oh, so I'm cracking up because I'm reading chat and when because when you said the O raid, uh, all I thought of was office space when they he makes like her O face joke and then her the freaking chat's like O the O sus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the good old O raid. Yes, that is true. I, I and uh I'd I'd like to see uh Alex said this uh, the Stormblood eight man raids were an homage to the fans from earlier Pixel games from so from the older mm-hmm. older Final Fantasy games. Um I, I think the biggest thing that I've seen and I don't necessarily think I mean if this is your bread and butter and how you want to do the game, that's fine. But like I've seen a lot of streamers um by their communities get told that they have to play like uh what is it final fantasy 4 before they get into Shadowbringers or get into endwalker so they can get like the background and stuff and i you know like that stuff is fine like i i i can see where like players want to do that but then like i think you get into a point where you dislodge yourself from a game and then you'll i i've seen numbers dip right where they go like oh i'm gonna play four for the experience of being able to see what this is like and then uh they jump onto four for three or four days and they've lost 10 or 15 you know members per stream that they would normally get um i apologize this is my phone going crazy um and uh and i you know i'm all for like making sure that the um that the community gets like the references and stuff if that's what they want but i I don't think you lose anything from a game's perspective by not doing those things in in my personal opinion i think sure it embellishes them a little bit more and you get a lot more background to them but i don't think like in my opinion omega was great but it would have been cool if it had been 10 and your final loss would have been sin like that would have been super cool because a lot of them were already existing or sephiroth in, in my case right, yeah. i want yeah, yeah. final fantasy 10 to be the 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 next raid i want it to be i want i want sin to be the next raid yeah where you just converts cool. and deject and then jet goes to sin as, as as the door boss like that would be super cool like i mean there's oh, yeah. a ton of stuff you can do i do like um so i, I mean, won't we, talk about any of the story but i do like the fact that these last 24 man raids for endwalker were completely brand new story i'm not going to get into that story because i don't want to spoil anything for wraith but it was a completely uh it was a completely new story it had nothing to do with any other final fantasies out there it didn't pull from anything um so it was great i thought it was you know pretty fantastic that they were able to come up with a with a new um you know a new story a new compelling story that they could, could tell to, to other people Four, and 14 i think sorry. no no sorry oh so 14 the, <laughs> go. i'm muted you're good go no it's your show <laughs> no so I, I guess like the <laughs> go ahead right go ahead right so okay the uh the thing is is like we've seen oh, what is hold it hold on a second we're on an ads we're on a relief we're on uh, ads yeah we're on ads for <laughs> second, so. stalling <laughs> stalling sorry. that's all right we'll hey, give people time to we stall to that's us. what we do <laughs> oh my god i was i i was just saying that 14 is the amusement park for final fantasies that's all i was trying true. to say oh my god totally yeah <laughs> you're 100 percent correct it's except oh. seven dude except for seven where's right. my sephiroth fight damn it it's, he's he, i'm i'm such a nerd for sephiroth like i i i love my sephiroth stuff <laughs> but uh, 
I, like, I don't, what was it? I don't it? know if we would get a Sephiroth fight. I don't think we would. I mean, it, that's like yeah. everybody really wanting. Well, I don't want to talk too much about it, but everybody wanting Kingdom Hearts, like like Keyblades and stuff in the game. Like, I think that would be cool. Just play Gunbreaker. <laughs> I want no. to play Gunbreaker. I would have. I would have been happy with nine or with eight. The oh, dude, Kingdom Hearts would be such a such a cluster fuck to get into like just from the legal side of things like okay we want to do a kingdom hearts crossover and they're just like (laughs) no if they stick stick to the the original characters they they could probably get get no sora and Mm -hmm. uh, kairi and riku are all owned by disney and they're in that adaptation shit you know how you know how much i would lose it if they had like a zemnis fight I think we're 20 seconds away from ads being done, right, Gibbles, on your side? Oh, um, I think ads, so. Because I think ads check from yours. Oh, well. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see it. Um, them up. I think we're good. Okay. Um, I think I also think like one of the, the big problems with. Um, All right, we're back. I think so. I think we're back. One, we're one back of the, mine, at least. One of the big problems with like the the homages I I see is like so the first time it was like, what Crystal Towers was like the first time they did like the really big like throwback homage to previous Final Fantasies and then the Omega raids which I think they were both handled well but it's like at what point is it just like fan service in yeah. lieu of original content but it sounds like they they remedy that problem later on so what do I know I'm a sprout but. I mean, I think every expansion, a lot of the content in the game is because like the Tower series, it's Final Fantasy three. The tactics is the 24 man in Stormblood. You got the Omega Raids has careful, careful. I'm 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 I'm, I was keeping I was keeping under Shadowbringer. I was was just I was just doing the first two expansions. That's it. Um, Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you got you got uh, Alexander is a reference to something, too, isn't he? He's yeah. just in other, yeah, he's stuff, in other Final yeah. Fantasies, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then obviously Omega Raids are a bunch of stuff. That's, that's as far as I was going to go. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't even going to go yeah. into, into Stormblood. I was like, mm, well, I mean, I can say me. Eureka's Final Fantasy XI. So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, uh, it, they didn't have the 13 event in 2.0, so they, they brought, like, Lightning's outfit and her weapons into the game. Um, so that was, that was something the, from 13. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not the biggest 13 <laughs> fan, so hey, good for those, good for but, the, good for the those few but people. We did get the 15. We did get the 15 event, yep. which was, uh, you know, you got the car, which was, you know, pretty cool. They're doing a 16 cool, event, yeah. and I want that Torgo mount. Oh my god, yeah, and the minion. Yeah, I'm still hot take. Everybody's gonna hate me for this, and you can riot all you want. Uh, I am. I I think other than like the fact that the event is happening and like the the battle stuff you're gonna do, I think that the items are lackluster. Given that, uh, given that uh, uh, Yoshi P was producing 16, and they could have done they could have done more. They could have gone a little bit more. I think like especially like I mean, the um, mount and the minion of the same character. I, you know, I I just feel like they could have well, done better. 
I mean, honestly, at the same time, what would, what would you have wanted the Mountain of the Minion? You you could have gotten the the Chocobo Russia. from sixteen. Yeah, well, yeah. You could have done the Chocobo from sixteen. You could have done. They had already done the with the tenth anniversary. They had done the the Phoenix where you turn into the Phoenix. You could have turned into the Ifrit Phoenix combo and just flown around as the Ifrit Phoenix combo. Like, there's a million things that they could have done, and they just chose not. Which is fine. Like, it, you know, like Dude, I love gonna get it. I'm going to play it, but it's just like. It would have been cool to be able to get some other stuff, given that he had produced it, so he would have had a little bit more sway to bring stuff They also in. failed us not making that Phoenix two-seater. Totally. You want to be ridden? You want to be the Phoenix and then have somebody ride you? Should let your friends ride you, yeah. Wow. Hey, why not? Like why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Hey, pal, hop on. <laughs> We're going for a ride. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it is, like, a little, like, I don't, there's a lot. So there's a lot in 16. Like, what do you pull that's like really iconic to specifically 16 outside of like Clive, Torgal, Ambrosia? Kind of Ambrosia. That's kind of it. <laughs> I know a lot of people yeah. like, wanted mids hairstyle. I could, I could see that. I mean, it'd be hard to do in 14, I think. Yeah, they yeah. could have probably added some orchestrations. Alex said yeah, that definitely could have mm-hmm. could have been added in. Um, but I, seven, come on, it's right there. Re, rebirth I, is right around the corner. I'm Give me so, Sephiroth fight, please. I'm so shocked that they didn't do a Buster Sword. Like that, the Buster Sword isn't in game already. Like that's just a free, no. you know, uh, uh, Mog Station Sword. Like that, that should have been. Yeah. And Samurai could have been like the. The Sephiroth sword just had a super long, ridiculously long samurai sword. There's a lot of things they could have done with seven that would have been like really, like really easy in my opinion. They like if they're gonna go all the way to have like the very underperforming Final Fantasy VII Advent Children cloud costume in the game. Like they're not gonna have the iconic Buster sword, the Masamune, the like every like a Sephiroth fight. I think that they're holding on to that stuff for like, all right, sales are down. We got to throw something to get players back in the, in, in the game. What do we do? So what we really do is hit the button, have, hit the button. have clouds, advent children's sword that like transforms and just make that into a samurai sheath. And then you just pull out one sword. <laughs> <laughs> and the fusion, the, the fusion blade is just the, the fusion blade. <laughs> You, you, that's the sheath. You just pull out like a, a, a an actual katana out of it. That's it. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, but that's I do good. think so. Just to bring ourselves back around, so we can move on to topic two. Uh, I think that the new player experience, while while new current players think that it's a huge drag, which is fine. Like for those of us who went through the sixty extra quests, I, I'm I'm very happy that they were able to kind of streamline this a bit to make it a little easier to digest. Um, I, I think a lot of the content, um, because because of 1.0's failure and the 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 people that they brought that the, that they brought in to be able to fix for 2.0, um, I think being able to streamline it in a way that's meaningful but doesn't get rid of any of like the story background. Because I think while they're do- like while it's a lot, it's still like lore and it still affects. And what I like to see, what I like seeing is in streams like. Wraiths and in uh, Hexades and in Moxies, they're able to kind of pull back from those, yeah, from those uh, from those older moments. Uh, I think that's probably one of the most compelling things for me is like watching you kind of run through the story as quickly as you are. And and yes, Wraiths community, 
he is sometimes stalling way, but he is actually progressing rather quickly uh, enough that he can remember super old content. You have to remember that those of us, unless we were like actively playing through the story again and again and again, uh, we got like a two year break between MSQ, right? You, you finish MSQ in a couple weeks and then you play through the patch content and it's slow, but then you get like two two years roughly between msqs that there are moments that you forget right the game's almost the game is 10 years old and um and so there are moments that you can you can uh that you don't remember and then when you see somebody watching them they're like oh that connects in this way and we go oh yeah i forgot about that like i forgot that that even existed uh it's kind of nice to see um I think the one thing that I really like, uh, right, that you do at the end of each of the expansions is you do your tiered list of characters. Um, it does give me like very divisive. Brain. Yeah, very divisive. It's very <laughs> it's always very divisive. Um, I think it's cool because it gives this like background of like like these characters that in a lot of them you'd never see again. Right. They're in that one expansion and that's it. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was that important person or I forgot that, you know, he was, you know, this this uh, compelling character. So it's it's, it's nice it's to be like, able to like go back to those and be like, oh yeah, I forgot about him. Or like, who who is this? Who is this supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> there's, point, there's points yeah. in the game where it's even it even like makes fun of you for that. Oh hey, do you remember me? And it gives you like options, and you're just like, I don't, I don't I, fucking mm, know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do also really like uh, Wraith's hot takes on characters that then end up dying, and uh, and then he has to feel bad about them. It's my favorite. <laughs> I think uh, basic bitch. Was uh, the words that you use for Tessleen before she got changed I mean, into? She kind of was right? like, if she might as well have been <laughs> She's wearing not the a red shirt. Best friend. She's just a basic bitch best friend. I mean, I mean, I mean she kind of was the red shirt for Shadowbringers. I won't give you that. Right? Like, she might as well have been wearing a red shirt at that point. I was just like, oh, okay. Look, it's Ali says best friend. That is a new <laughs> character that we are just now being introduced to. Huh? I bet we're going to have a long loving relationship with this person. They're going to be one of our best friends too. Yeah. I mean, she was kind of basic. And I, I think that was a big flip, uh, a big script flip for Shadowbringers than any other. And I think we talked about this today during your stream, which was like having the boss in the trailer be the very first boss of the dungeon. And it's just like this meaningless dungeon boss is like, Wow, things oh are God. only gonna go up from here. Like it's only going yeah. to get cooler and more crazy from here. And I think that was a big script flip from the previous expansions, where it was like you saw like the the pictures of the dragons, but you don't really fight a dragon for like two or three dungeons, right? And then like you know, yeah, it takes a and, while. And knowing that Xenos is kind of around the corner for Stormblood, and you don't really fight him until the very until you, you don't really really fight him until the very end. Well, um, you don't want to do the ghost ship fight. What? <laughs> so anyways all right well we got through news and we got through our first topic so we're gonna take a quick five minutes to let people stretch uh their legs and uh get their uh drinks refilled and get their snacks to come back again and uh we'll be right back welcome back guys we are uh we're gonna start talking about topic number two which is um being a sprout streamer going through msq versus being an endgame veteran streamer going through MS going through uh endgame content so my background is that i finished the game i got fully done and i was going to start uh savage rating and i was like i'm gonna start streaming this this is compelling content i think it would be fun you know and and there are other people that i was watching that you know like were like yeah you should totally do that and i got into it and it's been a slow roll and not that it isn't a slow roll for a lot of people but i actively search out sprout streams like 
like I am hunting down a bounty that would would win me life or win me money for the rest of my life. And I know that that is something that other people do. Uh, I know that I'm not the only one that does that. I look for super small streamers that are in sprout mode. Um, I generally look for cameras because I'm a I'm a uh, flesh tuber uh, preferred. But um, sure, yeah, but yeah. grooming right to be aesthetic. <laughs> Totally doesn't do that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call liar, Alex. I'm gonna call you a liar because I know I you. Do. Most of the people that are gonna be in my chat are do the same thing because I yeah, just went yeah, through yeah. the story again. Honestly, um, I've been doing since Heaven's Word. I've been doing the same thing. Honestly, it's, go, like, it's so good since, to relive those moments. You know, since, through somebody since else's eyes. The vault is when I. That's the the pinpoint moment when I hit the vault because like there's always the joke about how I don't I don't cry on stream and they all want me to. Here's the thing. I have, but I, I think I can hide it relatively well. But the vault fucking killed me. And so I was like, I immediately after that stream, I remember I was like, I just took to Twitch. It was like, who's who's doing the vault? Who's doing the vault? There. <laughs> there you Following are. this guy. I think I think uh, the funniest moment was this morning before Wraith stream. We both uh, we were both uh, caught in uh, the uh, the finish. I can't remember what his name was. Oh, man, I feel so bad. The the uh, the Swedish guy that we were watching this morning. Was it Swedish? Was he Finnish? I can't remember what he was. We were both in his chat and uh, it was he and uh, his wife, I think. And they were both playing. Early this morning, Wraith, when we were in the, the same oh, 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 uh, Twitch oh, oh, chat. Oh, yes, Funky, Funky, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funky. Shout out to Funky. Hey, Funky. Yeah, shout out to Funky. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, I'll throw one out there. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if the Benny G video would, would be spoilers for you, but I think you should watch that one. Benny's good, too. There's some, like, Benny isn't, uh, he's a sprout, like, he hasn't finished the story yet, but he's been doing some really cool stuff. So there's, like, you get your regular sprouts, right? You get, like, you get, like, the wraiths of the Final Fantasy community who are running through the story, and people are, yeah. <laughs> The wraiths, the, the hexities at the time, the the uh, the moxies who was moxie was a originally a um, Minecraft streamer and swapped over to Final Fantasy uh, thanks to free. And then hexity was I can't remember what he played before. It was some uh, first person shooter, um, and uh, and then swapped over uh, into Final Fantasy and and was running through the story. Um, but then you get people like Benny. Benny is super cool. He um, he does stuff like. Uh, he makes uh, voiceover play gameplay, so he'll use his voice to run the dungeon. And it's really cool. Like he has like these keybinds set up on his computer that take in like the commands. Uh, and uh, and so he can be like, walk forward, stop, turn to the left, turn to the right. And then he'll be like, That's he'll, awesome. you know, yeah, he'll just be like, you know, uh, he'll, he'll say the move and he'll just do the move. He was also doing one where um, he wanted to do like the old, uh, you know, like what made Twitch famous was like the uh, the interactive Pokemon, Pokemon game. Yeah, 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 exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, so he wanted to do that, but for Final Fantasy, where people could put in exclamation commands and do like different attacks. So like he was getting a healer up where he was like, uh, you know, like cure two on player five. Like he would just like go to player five and do cure. It was like really cool. Like, like he's that not doing, cool, yeah. you know, he's not doing uh, Sprout stuff, and he's a variety streamer, but he does a lot of Final Fantasy. But he's doing like these weird things with other tools to kind of, you know, incorporate a better, better uh, piece. Yeah. Hex also did. Wow. Yes, that's correct. Um, but I mean, you, your background is what you played a lot of Destiny before. I know you're yeah, a big Destiny uh, guy. <laughs> I, well, I think was was a big Destiny guy. Yeah, I, uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, like was is always one, the word for destiny. <laughs> yeah. Day one raid racing for a really long time. Um every year, every expansion. Um starting one. Which was starting with uh honestly, I think it was probably I started doing the day one raid racing at Leviathan with Destiny 2. Oh. Uh but I, I watched but I watched them with like you know, Taken King, Datto stuff, and uh, some of some of those bigger names. And but the thing is, is like I think as time went on, like the the apathy that Bungie showed for its community kind of just like really pushed me away from any of that because it's like, why do I even care about what's coming next? Like I'm not hyped. Like the, fin- the climactic finale of the light and dark saga is coming with the final shape expansion 2024. And I just don't give a shit. I I'm <laughs> past giving a shit. And so I, I, I think it was last or no, like two seasons ago with, um, with destiny. I just was like, man, I've got nothing to do. I've literally done everything in the game. You know, I've got I put myself on the leaderboards for day one. What else do I do now? And I I was like, I need to find another game is what I need to do. I need to find a huge game with a lot of stuff to do that I can really like sink into. And that I I've been putting off looking at Final Fantasy 14 for such a long time because I've been a longtime Final Fantasy fan. I was like. Ooh, that's dangerous. I like, oh man, <laughs> it's like an alcoholic looking at like an open bar. I'm like, man, <laughs> there's a lot of really good stuff here, and I'm gonna definitely lo- lose myself in this. But I decided to take the jump into it, and I, I've I've enjoyed it ever since. Um, but it definitely comes with some, like I'd say, a lot of good stuff and some negative stuff when it comes to, especially being like a streamer that is primarily known for final fantasy stuff, especially right. Like the community really great. <laughs> um, some of the like community also <laughs> not great, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's, that's always going to be some stuff with like, I think MMOs in general, you know, like big stuff in that regards. Drama also just gets blown up like unnecessary. Like there's currently some stupid drama about some tank in the in the most recent dungeon not doing AOEs, and it's it like there's there's like I I ran into like four or five YouTube videos about people talking about it, and it just came from one tweet about it. So one of the questions that was brought up in chat was, "What do you think that makes Final Fantasy from the outside either unknown to some or off-putting that there's a hesitancy to pick it up?" Hmm. So, so that's a good question. I mean, that's that's a that's a really good question. I think like a lot of the hesitancy is just like I think with any, not even just FF fourteen, but like any game that this size and that's been going on with such an extended history with such a like deep fan base and committed fan base is like, well, if I start something new like this or say wow or even destiny it's like i'm gonna be so far behind i'm gonna be having to like spend that grueling period of catching up and stuff like that which i think is definitely where like a lot of the hesitancy to pick up games in general comes from not just ff14 but like any any long running live service game you know what i mean 
I think for me, um, I had looked at doing 1.0 back when it first came out, and I was like super excited to get into. It was, I think, right around the time that Guild Wars One was kind of petering out. Uh, there wasn't a lot of new content, and it was like looking for something new to do. I had done the WoW stuff, was unimpressed with the way that they like kind of didn't really make you into a very important person, right? I mean, it was a big like, "Hey, you're here, but you're not very important." Uh, and uh, I think. Uh, wow, like the Final Fantasy thing was off putting for me at first because the hesitancy with the leveling caps. I don't know, Wraith, if you had heard about this fact from 1.0 days. So uh-huh. y- you could only cap a specific number of levels per week. Like it was like, it, and it would like, it greatly drain like what you earned. Like you'd only earn, like you still earn, but it would be such a, like a small, small amount uh, that you would earn. Um, in each of the classes uh and so there was a lot of people who were very off put by that because it's like if i want to play the game for you know 80 hours a week i should be able to do whatever i want and get the xp the same if i was playing it for 20 hours a week but they wanted to worry their worry was like what they're doing with the end the savage rating which gibbles has had uh, a lot of great hot takes on which is uh just give me the con give me the ability to get all the gear right now right well your problem is that it cuts down the time that you want to play the game i'm fine with gear gatekeeping my 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 problem and it's in a whole other thing it's 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 gatekeeping people from being able to play with their friends right that's that's Um, a whole thing you you haven't you yet yeah we haven't gotten there yet but um it's uh, only problem with current savage yeah it's only really kind of problem with current stuff but um i i think for me it was the off-putting of like i don't want to like put time into this and then be told that i can't play anymore right i mean that's been kind of like yoshi's big 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 thing is like take breaks right he's never been like you have to sub what do we have to do to get you to sub for longer right it's always been like it's always been like hey play the game at your own pace and if it's not enough you know if you've had enough step away like it it's gonna it's gonna be here when you come back and it's a very (laughs) different it's a very different mentality than a lot of people have ever had before with uh streaming because it's just not a normal a normal thing to have to deal with um but i think like for me when they when the servers came down for 1.0 and then 2.0 came out i was like I don't know if I really want to get into this. I'm not sure they've really worked out the bugs from 1.0 or they've gotten rid of it. And then my buddy of mine, when we were like right before heavens were was like, no, 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 they actually figured it all out. Like they're doing, they're doing the catch up game, which is what everybody does, which is the rested XP. You know, park yourself in a city and you get rested XP while you're not online up to three levels of rested XP, blah, 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 whatever. Um, And I was like, oh, okay. And that's when I jumped in. Um, and so that, like, it, well, I don't think for me, and obviously for me in Heavensward, it wasn't that big of a slog, right? Because it's just, it's just ARR and then Heavensward. But, um, you know, I can see from a hesitancy right now where it's like, okay, you have this really long first game and then you have to go through three other expansions, four other expansions to be able to get to the end game. Uh, and that's a lot. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, even with like when, from my experience, like, so with the free trial, fantastic deal, right? Like, here you go. Here's three expansions worth of content. Sure, there's some limitations, but ultimately, overall, good deal. My experience with free trial is Destiny, which is here's nothing. Fuck you. Give us money. Oh, you didn't give us money? Here's a screen in your face telling you to spend money in our in our microtransaction store here buy the next M- the next x pack here you go buy 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 and uh, there's so little of that 
in FF14, but there's a stigma around MMOs and microtransactions and maybe even like pay to win and all the sort of stuff. And I think that's just kind of not there in 14, but it's like there's just that stigma that people who haven't looked deeper into it don't know that. You know, I, I think there's a lot of advertising that they could do to get more people in rather than just the free trial stuff, honestly. They got great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the, the free trial on it. I was I was in a friend of ours, Togami's uh, stream the other day, and there's there's one of her mods was like constantly talking about trying to do fourteen, and she's constantly talking about which one should I buy, which one should, should I buy, and we were all just like, don't buy it, just do the just do the free trial. Like if mm-hmm. if you're speeding through it, then yeah, then buy it. But if you if you get into it and you're like, oh wow, I really want to take my time with the story, just play the story. It's gonna and if you're going slow, it's gonna take you like a year to get through the freaking free trial, right. and just enjoy it. Oh, and and I forgot to mention this. This is actually other news that I, I should have mentioned. Uh, the collector's editions. If you just bought the base games, the collector's editions right now are fifty percent off uh, for the holiday season. Um, so it's a good time to get those extra mounted minions and a free Fantasia for half the price. Uh, if you Ooh. haven't gotten that, that's uh, definitely a good deal. Um, gives you a lot when you create a character, right? So like, whenever I create a character, this is always my funny part. Whenever I ever create a character, I always have to empty my mailbox of Final Fantasy stuff, of like of this like Square sending me crap in order to be able to get the rest of my square crap because i have so many envelopes that come in it's just like here's this and then this and then this and then this. i'm like okay got, i got it just ugh. It, fantasia it is me. a scary thing it is it is uh oh we got a oh, raid hey. hold on Hexy. hey hold on we got a hex raid hold on going in here hex thank you so much oh, for the yeah. raid. welcome in raiders uh my name is cool monster gaming uh i am joined by gibbles destruct and wraith of the nine we are doing our final fantasy podcast today uh hex how did your how did your uh raid go did you guys clear I missed the stream. Was he doing P10? He was doing their um, their UCOB stuff. Oh, or not UCOB. UCOB. Okay. I'm sorry. They were doing their um, they're doing uh, T11, right? I think you were on T11. Yeah, clear T11. So they're on to T12. Oh. Um, they are they the prog team is a bunch of streamers who are doing all of the raids from start to finish. So from the very beginning of ARR all the way through, they're doing them min or they're doing a mine min eye level no echo. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast is going good. Welcome in. We're actually we're discussing um, probably hex a topic that you can kind of hit it on is the uh, the vampire effect of going through the sprout story. Uh, and for those joining, uh, please note that uh, we are at uh, Shadowbringers uh, at the Ilmeg Dungeon. That is that is uh, that is our cut point for spoilers. So um, we kindly ask that you keep your comments related to those. I'm trying. Extremely vague, <laughs> but race. <laughs> going as fast as he can he's he's doing a good job i you know i we give him, we give him crap it, in the stream it, that he's a big staller but uh he's doing a good job yeah like, i mean i i just played this where i went fast and it took me like a year to go through it and yeah, i was still a, a lot. yeah going back through it I also think that there's something to be said, you know, kind of getting a little off topic to not going fast because it creates burnout, right? You don't want to burn yourself out on a story that you just rush your way through, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and keeping yourself from going there and getting, getting that far. But um, but yeah, so the vampire effect is real. You know, we've, we, like we said, we some of us seek out our sprouts in our streams and watch out for them and, and see where they go. And um, 
you know, there'll be points in the story that everybody will be like, oh, 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 Wraith's here. Everybody jump in. Wraith's here. Get his, <laughs> get his reaction. Um, well, okay. How, how spicy of takes you guys want? Let me just ask you this. So, like, uh, I mean, I think a lot of what I've tried to do is just kind of, like, feel out the right, you know, like, just the right enthusiasm and the right, like, way of approaching things. Like, okay, obviously you're doing msq stuff i think it's not a big secret that there are a lot of msq watchers and they are rabid right uh not not only that but just like going (laughs) going through and especially like going through any amount of content for the first time i don't know if you'd call that like not necessarily msq but even like some of the side content can be considered msq yep um but like so I'm I I'm trying to hold it in, but I'm going to talk about Alex a little bit. <laughs> good, good, good. I, I, so, I love the hot takes from Alex. I think it's great. So I personally was not the biggest fan of Alex because of pr- primarily the story, but I think a lot of the original, like I guess the first two, I guess would be like what turns, like the the first eight, especially uh, I guess encounters or whatever were. For the tiers, yeah, a a yeah, a, yeah. a one through four and a five through eight, <laughs> a bit a bit samey, right? They're a bit samey in visuals and kind of like the overall just vibe and aesthetic and everything is just a bit. I, I do believe you were not a huge fan of the time travel as well. Like mixing time travel uh, into a game always creates bad times. When, whenever you open the door to time travel, it's just like a whole can of worms. It's like, what? okay, you can't you can't unclose no. that door no matter how much you try. You cannot unclose that door. And um, I remember like from the streaming aspect side of things, like uh, I definitely lost some people because of that. Like some some of the people who had been there from the start because they were very upset with my takes on that. And something that I notice a lot with, especially like something streaming a story and, you know, having people especially so uh, enthusiastic about a story that they cherish and love so much is whenever you give some of those takes. Sometimes people are going to agree with you, sometimes people are not going to agree with you, and something that I've noticed a lot in just from being a newer streamer is sometimes I, I. witness some feigned enthusiasm and stuff as it as a way of kind of like uh you know making everybody happy but not necessarily being real something mm-hmm. that i always try to do is i keep it real to a fault alexander i'm looking at you <laughs> a bit it's a bit mid <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it, I think it's kind of it's like a double edged sword with with the MSQ stuff. Like that's definitely where you're going to see a lot of like people coming in to, to watch and engage with you and be there for the really big, juicy moments. But they want to see it a certain way and not see it the like they want to see it the way they want to see it and not the way that you want to always like. And I think yep, I guess I think Alex kind of hit the nail on the head there. So Alex is the first raid tier. So Heavensward is the first raid tier where the rating was divided into a normal mode and a savage mode. So like if you look at like 
uh, like Hexity's team is doing T11. They're not doing T11 Savage, they're doing T11 because that content is so difficult that it is Savage mode content. Uh, it is not as difficult as it was back then, so we, we, we always refer to the the phenomenon of what currently is going on in Final Fantasy as the cup effect. Um, so you have... Um, you have a you have a cup that is filled with the raid, right? And a portion of that cup is the mechanics that you have to fight and the boss difficulty. But then another portion of that cup is the complexity of the job that you're performing, right? So um, in the newer fights, so this is kind of a big benefit to the newer players who didn't go through the old stuff. Um, the rotations of the fights have become a lot easier so the cup side of that has become smaller and smaller but on the reverse side of that the mechanics become harder and harder because the rotations are considered easier they're not simplified right you still have to know what you're doing at any given time and and be able to play you know play well but in regards to what they were back in ARR or Heaven's Word or Shadowbringers of the Time, the cup kind of has been getting smaller and smaller for the difficulty of the job and larger and larger. Yeah, and that two-minute meta, right? So we, we, we get these lineups now that are exactly two minutes, right? So everybody's burst lasts and they can re-up their burst after two minutes. Um, for Warriors, they have a one-minute soft burst and then they have go into their big burst at two minutes, but for the most part, everybody laps into like this two-minute rotation that kind of cycles itself after two minutes um and so it makes room for like when do we pot you know when do we throw you know pots on our tinctures on top of this in order to make the fight a little bit easier or, or like that but it's this cup effect so while the content now is you know i don't want to say easy because it's still difficult right people are doing it in blue mage and it's still very difficult to do on the on the uh coil stuff um but it is not as difficult as what the rotations were in ARR with ARR gear, right? You're doing min-eye level, but you're doing it with an easier rotation. So you're able to kind of yeah. see these easier mechanics with an easier rotation. We tried min-eye level, no echo, uh, synced coils in some of the some of yeah. the coils fights. Mm. A lot of fun. Bahamut's so, a bitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For so sure. I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. like, the one thing that is instantly going to make the first two raid tiers easier than when they were current content. And that is accuracy. Yep. You are, you are now statting your gear with, I mean, while like your, your melds might be a little bit differently, but you're getting direct hits in now and you're not statting in only so you can just hit the boss. Right. If you don't know back in, back in the day in a realm of born in heavens where there was an accuracy stat, it's where your direct hit was and it didn't matter anywhere except for savage tier or coils because you would hit 100 but instant you entered into those your accuracy set actually mattered because you could miss right but it does i think the 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 separation of normal and savage was a good separation in my opinion i think it gave a lot of like good like being able to let people enjoy the story of alexander or the story of omega or the story of you know the future ones um without having to worry about it being this like grudgingly difficult i can only watch it on youtube because i don't feel like i'm good enough but uh with that being said i do just want to preface that i i always believe that people are um 
good enough to raid um if you feel like you want to raid and you want to do that every, everybody can raid and that's my mentality uh hex has heard me say it i know blind has heard me say it i know gibbles has heard me say it i live under the mentality that if you want to raid there are groups out there that will help you learn how to raid and do that stuff like so don't i don't i don't ever want to hear people say like it's not if it's not for you it's not for you but i don't want to hear everybody say i can't do it because i'm not good enough because like there are people who will be oh, yeah. able to help you out with doing that kind of stuff. Um, Blackmore TV, thanks for coming in, man. First time chatter. Uh, we, uh, he said, there are definitely people in MSQ viewer crowd who get mad if you don't have the exact same opinion or that they didn't pick yeah. the right dialogue choices. And that Blackmore, is 100% I see it. sure. I mean, yes, yes. Do you not liking Alex? Are you ready for my hot take that in the sure. community is way hotter than your hot take? Please, please. I don't like Shadowbringers. Oh, yeah, that's a interesting. Really I, See, I I quit. I quit. It was it was it's the two dungeons after where you're at. I I stopped playing the game. Uh, really? Yeah. I I bought I bought the game or I I played it since two point three. I went all the way. Th- I played it like a ton through that whole time. Got weeklies done, everything like that. Shadowbringers dropped. I leveled Gunbreaker up. I then I then played through the story. I got to level, what was it, 78? 78. Um, mm. And then I, I, I quit right before the 78 dungeon. I was just Ooh, like, I'm, I can't do this. I, right, I, I, I bounced go. off the story. Lease. What were your thoughts on Lease? We got to have this talk. Oh, I don't mind Lease. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Everyone's like, we've seen we've seen a lot of least hate in my chat and it's just like the most unwarranted bullshit ever it's like bro did you did we play the same expansion oh, i'm sorry uh this is the least show in all of Stormblood. One, one of the other one of the other takes that i saw in a meme was that lease is just oh no yeah lease I, I was indifferent about her i i don't know i just Fine. It, it I mean, felt like a throw, right? It felt like a throw. For me, it felt like a throw because it was like, well, her sister died. So, okay. I guess they had to add another Scion to the to the mix. Like, okay. Like, meh. I mean, okay. She's still seeing Scion. I don't know. I'm not going to name names, right? But I've I definitely saw someone's MSQ. And they were really, really, really upset about Papa Limo, right? Oh. Dying. Yeah. Like, and I was like, really? <laughs> I personally, I was like, oh, man, that kind of sucks, I guess. We didn't really see him too much. So, hey, well, okay, that's, that's sad, I guess. But I think that's like one of the things about being like an MSQ streamer, especially is like, you're trying to please everybody. So it's like, oh, there might be some, and especially if you don't know, and if you're like, even if you are being authentic with not seeing spoilers and stuff, um, which there are some people who definitely plan ahead. I've talked to them again, not naming names, <laughs> uh, but it's like the, in the pursuit of trying to please everybody, it just comes across kind of like hollow, I guess. I, I don't know. Yep. There's a couple of I those. Can, I can see that. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it's a like I said, I think it's like a double edged sword with with a lot of the like uh, with, with MSQ, because the other big problem is that MSQ is eventually going to run out. <laughs> there is going to I'm going to like for me, especially like I'm like, OK, well, what am I going to do post MSQ? You know, 
do I start stalling more now that I'm getting kind of closer to the end? <laughs> I'm I just kidding. At any I, rate, yeah, I was say, people I think, here, I'm just kidding. Often We're not like, going to stall worry, more. Rafe. Don't worry. <laughs> then you become Hexy, who's yeah. obsessed with raids right now. Raiding right now. Yeah, Nothing pull, but you, raids. We pull you into raid. You know, we pull you into savage raiding, get you through the savage, you know, the current savage tier. Um, and uh i mean there's a lot of stuff like you have you still have you know you still have 24 man raids for shadowbringers you have still love 24 man raids for and walker you have eight man raids for shadowbringers you have eight man raids for you know for and walker um there's mount a, farms there's mount farms that you can do for trials ex trials you've got um you know there's other definitely other uh content that you can do uh as well thank you Nobelisk. but yeah Ultimate. he is stalling way on the exs that's true he, he hex doesn't want to do the exs right now so he's been stalling way on that he's been super stalling way in an efforts to try to get through uh current savage tier um and the savage tier is fun like i think it's a lot of fun and we we get a lot of groups together to do that kind of stuff and, and that's super fun but i think there is like when you get to end game, you're gonna get to the end of the expansion, and you're gonna be like, okay, now what can I do? And people are gonna be like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do like. There's a million things right now, and that's why I, I always tell current streamers that are going through MSQ like, should I slow down before Dawn Trail? No, just play the game. Like you know, play the game, yeah. and there's a million other things that you can do. And if you want to play something else, then play something else. Like, you know, people are gonna understand yeah. that you're done with content. Content. Yeah. You're gonna hit, you're gonna hit, get hit with choice paralysis. Is what's gonna happen, right? Choice paralysis. That's, yeah, you got yeah. crafting. You've got gathering. You've got. I mean, well, and see, a Omni, lot of the times you can Omni ninety. I mean, that, that's a track that you can take. Everybody asks me like, okay, hey, well, you you should do fishing soon, and uh, I'm ordering the shirt soon. If you don't know, I have, I'm ordering a shirt that says. Uh, before I start any sort of fishing, I have to get a shirt for the stream that says, of course, I come fast. I got fish to catch. That's It's on the way, I promise. You also, you also <laughs> have to do so much fishing that you can get the Master Troller title. Oh, that would be cursed. perfect. That's another, <laughs> that's another, uh, that's another Koji Fox uh, pull-in. That was pretty fantastic. Koji's uh, awesome, Yeah, there's man. Monster Hunter stuff. There's Eureka. There's Bajja. I mean, you've got tons of stuff. I won't uh, yeah. know what Bajja is, so. <laughs> and then and then you can hit the weird rabbit hole that is nothing but deep dungeon, like, streamers. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Palace I, of the I, Dead. I, Heaven on High. We've tried Palace. It's weird you can't try Heaven on High without first clearing fully Palace. I haven't cleared Palace or even came close. Oh, I think the most we've gotten to is, wow, like... That's a change. Yeah, to even accept the quest to go to do that, like you have to clear uh, Palace of but, the Dead all yeah, the way I, through. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to go all the way to floor two hundred. I think it's fifty. Yeah, I think you should get yeah, to fifty. 50. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's fifty. Yeah, yeah. Palace of the Dead. Yeah, I like to do the two hundred run because it's got the the nice mount that's worth thirteen million in the uh, on average in the market board. That's, I think it's I think it's a hundred floors. I think right, or it might be POTE is two hundred. And then uh, Heaven on High is 100. Okay, so so yeah, Palace of okay, the Dead has the, the story for Palace of the Dead is the, fir- the first 100 floors. Yeah. Um, story for Palace of the Dead is the first 50 floors. That gets you through. I mean, there's uh, there's side story, but it's... Um, What's but Necromancer? Because that's that I'm going okay, to so go Necromancer for Necromancer. is soloing <laughs> POTD. I believe it's through all 200 levels. All 200 floors. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to do that eventually. Yeah, solo. I I like that sort of stuff. Like uh, in Destiny Two, I did a lot of like 
solo flawless dungeon speed runs and stuff and yeah that was that's like, gonna be right up your alley uh-huh. there's a lot of that in a lot of the like explorable area stuff as well through like shadow bringers and whatnot so that's stuff and then we got blue enjoy. mage to go through and you do have blue mage yeah, oh, yeah. you can do yeah, all true. the raids on blue all the hard raids on blue mage to get the marble mount you know the tentacle mount. Mm-hmm. carnival and then by the time you're like any you even finish by the time you even actually finish the story Dawn Trail is going to be coming out, and this is going to, this is going to be another limited well, uh, limited job. That's the goal: is to get to. I want to at least finish the like MSQ stuff by Dawn Trail, which means I might be spending a little bit more time uh, stalling inside content, just yeah. a little bit, like because I've done zero crafting or like any disciples of hand or land haven't touched it at all. I usually don't in in most MMOs. That's usually the part that I always just kind of skip out on. Crafting is actually um, fun in fourteen. That, that's that's a take. Good. I, I feel a lot of people have, not just me. Yeah, that's what I've seen a lot of a, a lot of people say is, and that's good too. Uh, like, yeah, uh, crafting crafting gives you the uh, when you repair you repair for plus one hundred, so it repairs over the hundred mark. So if you're mm. yours at seventy five, you get one hundred seventy five percent. And I do believe, Wraith, correct me if I'm wrong. You're maining samurai, but you do delve into Dark Knight quite a bit. So the original goal. So we started ARR and got through all of ARR on uh, at least like just the two point on um, on Warrior. We started like the first fifty levels on Warrior. Then we swapped over to Samurai because Samurai is just cool as fuck. It's stylish. It's it's slick. Um, and the goal is to kind of do the now me and the mod team, High Rocco, Zell and El Mako, we, the, the mods that I we've been talking about doing each of the um, we've been trying to get Dark Knight a lot lately for specifically Storm or sorry for Shadowbringers to like match the match media the, the canon the canon yeah. job you know so yep. yeah that's what we're trying <laughs> we're trying it, to it, it does actually help they, they do throw in extra uh they it's it's extra dialogue is pretty much it but they do throw mm-hmm. in extra dialogue if you're on the the, the correct class yeah uh, the, and the the showcase class for the expansion basically yeah mm-hmm. samurai i think maybe maybe that's why i, I liked Stormblood so much because I loved Stormblood. I think a lot of people that I've seen is like, ah, you're Stormblood, you're gonna be kind of iffy on us. Like, no, this is my favorite. Like, I think Stormblood story, like you can break it down, and it's really good. And I think one of like one of the reasons why I don't I don't mind Lease is if you look at Stormblood, you got um it like everything is foils, like right? They they can you compare the different characters to each other, right? Like Lease is a foil to your character and Zeno's character and Hean's character, and you're all all four of you are like going down similar paths yeah totally it's like everyone's you gotta yell him to do job quests other. you're not doing your job quests uh okay look here's do you, do you thing, not like right? abilities you gotta no, 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 no. okay so, okay so the, look. a job quest i think yeah yeah <laughs> he's been doing them i mean he, he's getting there i do he's got here's the thing between between 60 and 70 for samurai there are two abilities and the one ability that i'm missing on samurai is not something that I see myself rotating in that much. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, and I'm not doing hard content before I go start looking at savages and, you know, shit like that. 
that's when I would probably like be like, okay, I need to get this done before I do any of that stuff. But just for MSQ reasons, like, ah, it'll be fine. It'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it creates that turmoil in your chat of like, do your job class. You're like, oh, but I'm doing I MSQ. Mean, I gotta I, get mine, right? I don't I don't think it's spoilers, <laughs> just me to you, just just a little like helpful thing. You have yeah. to do your role quests in Shadowbringers or you get locked in the yes. in the story. Yeah. Yeah. We we have so I'm definitely going to be doing the um, we're treating it like MSQ because my mods have told me like, okay, hey, here's the plan. They have a plan laid out for me for like when I'm going to be inserting all this other stuff like role quests and and stuff for Shadowbringers. And I think they want me to do all four of them. (laughs) And I was like, well, let's pick two. okay?" but no, I think we're going to do the plan is to do all four before we like continue into Endwalker. So that'll definitely you have to do all of them because stall. if you don't do them all, then you don't get the final quest for doing them all. And that's a very important oh. MSQ quest. Okay. Okay. The sh- yeah. The Shadowbringers roll quest, the, 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 the cap, the capstone is pretty big for the story. Yeah, it's very big. That's good. Okay. Alvin says the final quest slaps. <laughs> good. Um, well, Alex I, wants to know if through there's through. any passing interest in other roles such as caster, healer, or fist range. So, just because there's a stigma around the difficulty and how, like, a lot of awfulness behind it, uh, I've kind of taken an interest. Uh, this is like I haven't talked about this at all on stream. It's totally like something that I've just Ooh. been like thinking about and playing around with is uh black mage i've been kind of looking at black mage a little bit because i hear it's hard (laughs) and it's like it's hard for not only yourself but your the team around you as well because you kind of have to like adjust around yeah yeah, great or it's gonna oh it's it's, just a snooze it's it's one of those high skill skill ceiling ones just because you because mm-hmm. you're you're hard casting for so long you uh, you yeah. have to know the fight so you know where to stand that's and there's that's, there's a lot of like so what's cool about some of fair. these th- this isn't really spoilery but there what's cool about the a lot of the um uh, like the black mage stuff is you can choose um you could choose to go super fast black mage and just throw a bunch of skill speed a spell speed in or you can choose to go super crit, which is just super slow, and you just have to kind of time yourself right to be able to slide cast out of the way um, and be able to just, you know, make those big gigantic hits. Both are very viable, but they're both very, very, very different builds. So, you you know, your yeah. rotation is a lot faster because they don't have a lot of OGCD. Well, so you know, X can play Black Mage. Y'all can do it too. That was what you know, was a So you get like the perfect ping to, to, to slide cast. <laughs> Sure. I just learned about like slide casting and stuff recently because like with samurai you kind of don't have to do there's not a whole lot oh. of like charge up abilities you kind of just like slap something with a stick and it dies <laughs> and uh dark knight is kind of the same way for the most part I mean I'm I'm I, it's only like I think we're at like level 57 so like we're slowly but surely making our way up to the point where we can actually use it in MSQ uh that being said i think the inverse of that that is also something i've been thinking about is white mage just because i am <sighs> but that that being said like I, healing has never been something that's like been ever on my radar 
in any game across the board like healing what am i a girl no i don't want to i don't want to heal and be the backbone of the team nah i want to do big damage <laughs> you should look at um at sage uh sage is one of those classes that it's not really a spoiler it's just the build of the class you throw cardian onto somebody and then you can do damage and that damage also equates to healing so you can still healing do like fun. Big, you get to be god dps yeah <laughs> oh. well I, also maybe i can start like getting some revenge and, and pulling people in the holes the way that i've been getting pulled in the holes for like the last I... like I have a macro for you. You put a big target on your back, Wraith, with that statement. (laughs) I have a macro for you. Coming for you with their rescues. Play play Sage, and I have a macro for you. I call it the Ritz Killer 9000. It's amazing. Sage has a gap closer. So Mm -hmm. you rescue and gap close back to back with one button press. And you just pull someone into a so tank buster stand and you get close out. You rescue them into the bad and then you rescue yourself out of the bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I think I have a couple of people. I'm looking right into the camera. I have a couple of people who I'd love to do that to. That sounds wonderful. Oh, <laughs> Be God, yeah. Be the rescue God, and then get away right Ooh, away. Uh, Ovin says, "Try me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I've never really just been like a healer person. Like the quote unquote healer in Destiny is uh, Warlock. I don't know how much you guys know about Destiny, but it's like not a healer. Like you, yeah. you have like two healer abilities. Healer ish yeah, abilities. You get the pool. The pool's a healer. You can heal in the pool. <laughs> that's it. But that, that's it. But then, like the rest of it is just like the fattest damage possible. Also, that's at the true. same time, they can they get to do both, which is which is great. No, um, if you're not if you're not a void warlock, then what are you doing? Oh, dude, I was I was born to born to, <laughs> to Nova forced to well. That's that's the life of a warlock man. <laughs> oh my god, I, I'm a warlock man, and <laughs> um, well skating definitely changed the game a little bit. I was like, oh, this looks pretty good, but yeah, like healers never been on my radar too much. But I think especially the the way that FF14 like incentivizes you to play things outside your comfort zone for the extra bit of like narrative depth that it brings to the table is something sure. that like <sighs> blizzard couldn't dream of doing something that like narratively complex you know i mean they're well, still trying to figure out like in, in wow right you're not the center of yeah. attention right you're just a guy who helps out versus you, you well, know <laughs> you're the warrior of light or in wraith's case the warrior of beating ass the warrior of beating ass there's ass right. out there and i will beat it that's right <laughs> warrior of darkness warrior of light no warrior of beating ass that it doesn't matter which dimension i'm in or whatever it is <laughs> well and like with wow i think and not just wow but like a lot of other especially eso i feel like it's like there's zone quests and it's there's no overarching story and no reason to, like like ah, i don't like this zone from like an aesthetic per like perspective or whatever i'm just gonna skip it i don't need to be here i can just go somewhere else and there's always that kind of mentality where it's like you get to be very picky and choosy and there's not like there are definitely zones i've been to where i've just kind of been like this may not be my aesthetic and then the story is like super good in ff14 and in comparison and yeah i think like putting you at the the front like focus of um the story is 
really, really good for some people, but for like a classic, like I've been playing WoW since launch and old school RuneScape since 2007. Yeah. What what the fuck is what the fuck is the story shit going on here? Uh, you um, know, it's 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 different. So Noble says Final Fantasy 14 healing is like atonement priest healing. I don't have a recollection of that because I didn't play enough enough WoW to to make that connection. But um, well, so I watched someone. I was watching a streamer earlier who's a today who's a um, who's done a lot of WoW and they were reacting to another WoW streamer. I don't remember who who it was, but they just they were just doing um, uh, Ifrit Extreme uh, Mine, and he was playing Astro and he was just constantly throwing out heals. He didn't throw like a single dot in a single bit of damage. And so that's one thing I, I don't have no experience like raiding in WoW if any, if, if you do or anything like that, but um, definitely much, like, no. if, if that's true for, for WoW, how if you're a healer, you just constantly pump out heals. It's definitely different in 14 because you're, you're really a, you're, you're a green DPS and then, and then you just mit the raid wides. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Everyone took damage. Heal real quick. All right. Back to damage. So that's um, cool. But yeah, so uh, I think kind of wrap up this section before we move into our final section, which uh, we're we're making some good time today. Um, uh, I I do think that there is a benefit to being um, a streamer who's never played the game coming in and start playing. You're going to get a lot of a lot of attention in that way. And then you yes. can kind of divert that attention in a way that might be meaningful to bring in. Um, yeah, definitely. I, um, it's it's easier yeah. to tackle the whole thing yeah for sure and then um and so noble says atonement priest was disc priest cast power word shield and then spawn smite uh allies with power word shield gets healed while you smite yeah so that's basically sage basically say, sage. you put a yeah. put a marker on everybody and then that marker when you cast a uh a damage does heals it's basically it's basically sage <laughs> um but yeah um our final topic for tonight is uh the things that we would like to see in the game now we're not talking about changes to current content we're talking about features from other mmos or other games that we really liked that are not in this game that we think that would help benefit this game i will kick off because my my take i think is uh, the hottest take not really the hottest take but the best take when it comes to housing uh i still stand by that um housing your first house should have been the uh scions of the dawn that that was your house it was an instance uh housing um uh that you could have gone into it would it would unlock gardening for everybody because that's the one big thing that's locked uh uh, you could do submarines you could do ships those are all locked behind fc housing uh and it's only if your fc allows you to do it right because you can lock out those portions as an fc leader um i think that's i think it's a huge lockout for the game i think it affects the market board and the fact that like if i make uh onions for your chocobo that is locked behind gardening if i don't have access to gardening then i have to pay for those um I think it was a really hot miss for them to not just do FC housing for FCs and then have your own personal housing that if you're the party lead in the same way, I don't want to dive too much into this, but in the same way that Island Sanctuary is where you can go into other people's house and see what's there, right? They can decorate their house however they want to. They can set it up the way you want to, but they still get access to things like gardening. They still get access to things like ships. They still get access to things like decorating, but it doesn't. it's not locked behind, hey, you're part of this lotto system and there's only a certain amount of spots that you can that can utilize it 
too bad so sad right i mean that's 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 my big like i i've been pitching this forever and i hope square is watching because it would be cool to do the scions house as an instance housing in don trail that would be it cool. would be a cool thing to do like after you finish arr and like into heaven or maybe maybe you'd have to beat heaven's word first um and then it's just a quest you pick up from Rianje, and then it becomes like essentially like an island like like the island sanctuary but you have to but it's unlockable in heavens or instead of all the way at the end of Endwalker. right mm-hmm. right and and i think until they put gardening into island sanctuary which who knows uh i don't think i think gardening will something be something that will be forever locked i i can i can live without ships i can live without um airships and and, and boats like that's something i can live with that live without there is some stuff that would be nice to have off of those ship quests and whatnot but i think gardening is so like the gardening in this game is so strong from like a perspective of like being able to crossbreed and crossbreeds create new plants and the plants can then be crossbreed again like it's very complex and very like fun and cool but it's locked like like Ray, Ray, Ray just went like whoa whoa what I've never seen that before yeah, I didn't even know the crossbreeding thing I've been using there's gardening oh wait there's gardening like yeah. dude I'm yeah so uh, smalls can have a have a uh, an eight plot uh, mediums can have two eight plots and largest can have three eight plots and like okay. there are ways to get so your chocobo I know I know the chocobo for you is a very difficult thing to bring out it's a break of immersion it is it is it's fine the chocobo can be leveled up to level 20 after level 10 you have to start using uh thevenarian onions to be able to bump it bump its cap to the next level so you get to level 10 you give it an onion it gives it the ability to level to 11 but you have to go through its xp progression and then each level up until level 20 gives you uh you have to use an onion for each of those levels the game gives you one as part of part of the side questing so if you do all the side quests you get i think one um but then you have to pay for them and they're like 100k on average per uh in each of the worlds is generally where they sit is about 100k um, gotcha. It's just it's it's dumb in my opinion. I think it's a break in the system where like here's the super fun thing with chocobos that you can do, but you can't do it unless you have gardening or you pay for it off the market market board. And I think it's a miss. I do like Alex's point too. Make make houses uh, one per service account. That's, yep. that's, 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 I, I like well, that. Like I said, if you if you do instance housing, I would guarantee that you have a lot of people who don't care enough about getting their own personal house outside of instance of outside of that one instance housing because they get gardening and they would get they wouldn't have to worry about being a part of an FC that would give them access to ships and boats. And then you just make the instance housing or you make the open the current housing system into FC only, right? And the, like and then like it builds a community, right? You get a room in your FC house. Um, you have your own personal house that you can decorate. You know, I think I think it creates a better overall system, and it would solve a lot of the problems that people are like, I can't get a house. This is dumb. Like, yeah, I think instance housing in general, like from what I've seen across the board, works really well. Like, I think ESO does that, where it's like yes. you just buy a house and you for become part of real money. Ward. Yeah, instance ward, and then. You just go to it, and there's no timer. Like yeah. they, they could get rid of the destruction system, you know, because it wouldn't need to be there. I mean, maybe for FC housing, but your personal housing wouldn't need to worry about being destroyed. Um, yeah, RuneScape housing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Guild Wars housing was really cool. Original Guild Wars, if nobody played original Guild Wars, your guild housing was also half of the arena for Guild versus Guild battles. 
So you had your area for all of your merchants and stuff, and it was an instance, right? You go into it, and then when you paired up to do a fight with another guild, your instances were bound together. So, like, half of it would be their FC house, and half of it would be your F- or your guild house, and half of it their guild house, and you'd have an arena where you could fight in the middle that was bound together. That was, I thought, was really cool. It was a really good way of doing it. Um, Gibbles, you got anything? Um, okay, yeah. So that on that, well, one I wanted to tell you, tell you they've talked about adding the um, the airship and the submarine to personals. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. So that, that that has been something that that they have mentioned doing. Um, and then so now on to my thing. Um, we've been talking about yeah on um, what I want to add to the game. I actually made a YouTube video about this. That was same vi- same video we mentioned earlier about how I hated Eureka, and I think this would be something really cool i mean i kind of have two things but first thing i um i mentioned adding this to exploration zones and if you've played eso uh delves Mm, something yeah uh, an overworld-esque dungeon you don't sink into it it's not instanced it's you you can you can uh attach uh like daily quests to it something like that um i think that would be a really cool thing and it would liven up certain uh certain areas you could explore into right and something else to do besides fate grinding every freaking <laughs> thing in this game uh, <laughs> but elves uh, are good huh i think delves are really good yeah like they oh, work yeah. in eso very well yeah um I, I mean you don't need to put the sky shard at the end right you don't need, you don't need to lock a uh, progression <laughs> yeah behind it but um but you, you can put something in there and, and create like some some aspect where you can go in with a party or solo, and it, it's a it's a, it's a fun little overworld dungeon, um, and I think I think it, it, the place it is, it belongs is in exploration zones in like the next one. Um, the other the thing I actually I want to add outside that is I want I want four man extremes. I want them to 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 make like unreals using final bosses from dungeons. Like give give me give me Fenrir, give me um Mistbeard, uh give um I'm trying to think of other final bosses from four man right there now. There was a call to do in the same vein, there was a call to do Savage twenty four mans. Like taking the twenty four mans and doing a normal and savage version of the twenty four mans. I think that would be fun and cool. I think I, I think my problem with doing a savage twenty four man is you get into the vein of the um the the bigger wow 24 man raids where it's like oh you gotta do the harder content stuff and um i i i think it's i I think it'd be good if it was done correctly right i mean i think everything is good if you do it correctly i feel feel like a lot of people when they hear that are gonna tell you well we got arsenal we got dr yeah it's a logistical nightmare that's true i mean and and that was the thing is like dr savage was already really difficult to get groups for um but i think you would see more communities built around 24 man uh savage things if it was if it was there right now it's not it's just it's just content that you could do it's easy right or it's easy enough we'll talk about logistical nightmare adding voice acting to arr i'm just saying you want new people to be a little bit like you know, well, like, I, I don't I, care if it's of GoFundMe that they throw up somewhere. I'll, I'll 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 contribute to that. Like nothing 
turns people off in modern MMOs. Like you have New World doing it, you have ESO doing it, where every single bit of dialogue is voice acted, side content. Well, I, I, I like Shadowbringers with a lot more voice acting starting to happen. Yeah, it's a lot better, but it still needs to be like they just need to go the extra mile. Put it hundred percent. It, 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 it gets it gets better and it gets more. Um, yeah, to pull I, a little I'll, bit from for chat. MSQ. Um, so I agree with this one, the transmog system from wow. So if you're unfamiliar with the transmog system from wow, the way that it works is, uh, the moment you touch a piece of content or don it on your body as a piece of content that you wear, um, it then becomes something that you can transmog or, uh, glamor into any piece that you have, uh, from then on. It's basically a big book of unlock, um, yeah, and it basically gives you like a uh, essentially a walk-in closet type of deal in the way that Blackboard <laughs> is saying, uh, where uh, the moment you touch something, you then have the ability to glamour it to something, and you're not having to worry about stashing it in your glamour chest or stashing it the armoire chest. It's just a part of like what you have access to, and then just being able to have like a, a tile that just says it's this one, and you tie it back to your class. So my well, inventory is awful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I like and that's the problem, right? I mean, if you put on a piece of armor, if if I told you tomorrow that you could put on a piece of armor and then throw it away because you'd have access to glamour it later how many how how much more space in your armory in your inventory would there be a lot exactly i've seen <laughs> i've seen the unopened chests that you have so many so, so many, many pieces. so many uh the other one that was brought in was changing the currency for the um for the fates to the um accepted bicolored uh gemstones that we have in all of them and changing all the rewards to those as well uh so uh wraith you're going to be getting into these soon but all fates in storm in Shadowbringers and in endwalker there's like a fate grinding system that you can build up um but all the fates give what's called bicolored gemstones. And those bicolored gemstones are usable across Shadowbringers and Endwalker. So you can get them in Shadowbringers and still spend them in Endwalker. But it's one currency. So it's basically the poetics of, of fate grinding. Um, so bringing, being able to bring those back uh, to, to the current, to the old content. So oh, that God. it would bring those, like it would make people do fates in the old content. Yeah, yeah, Alex. As no, much as a, I as much as I hate like everything being fate grind, I love the bicolor gemstone system. Yep, and I think it would be good if they would go back and do it the other like they would get rid of the Centrino seals and the whatever it is the if they got rid of it the, and they went back and just made it all bicolor gemstones and made all the rewards bicolor gemstones. I think you would see a lot more people grinding those older fates areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like Blackmore's comment over here, a walk-in closet and housing yep. um, for, for like your glamour chest, how you address your glamour and stuff like that. Cause I mean, like they already have that design, just make it like the exact same thing as when you call the esthetician, Yep. but now you have your glamour dresser and you, you can spin your character around now and you can just, and just let you swap the gear. So you can actually see it they, instead of a little they tiny did window. Add, I will say the one thing I really like, they did add um, the ability to be able to see what your character looks like in Mog Station gear. So any of the any of the costumes that you would buy from the Mog Station, you can go to your in-room and you can wear them and look at what they would look like on your character before you buy them. So before it was just a, they might look good, it might be fine. Uh, now you can actually go in and say, oh, this item looks like this on my character. Okay, I'm okay with that. And then go to the store and buy it. Hey, I really like the way this outfit looks. Oh, it's all one piece. Right. 
Yeah, and Yoshi P was against it at first because he felt like you know I, I'm not really sure what his his back end you know pushbacks were, but um, I think I think it's you know I think some kind of a I, the glamour system needs to be updated. Whether they give us more plates, we know that they can do it. They just did it with gear sets. They just gave us a hundred gear sets this last round time round. There's no reason why they can't expand uh, glamour to give us the same because we have we don't even have enough glamour plates right now to give one per class. So those of us who do um if you get to the if you get to the crafting and gathering if you do the crafting and gathering relics to get the shiny crafting and gathering uh tools uh some of us like i will meld or i will glamour my uh relics onto uh my tools so i have to go in and use each of the each of them uses the glamour uh prism to be able to meld them back if i change them into the whatever the current uh whatever the current relic available too instead yeah, of you have to keep it stashed district. somewhere because it's yeah it's it's a mess, and they need to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see uh, more okay. Final Fantasy VII content added into the game. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Give it to me, please. If you're there, please, Buster Sword, please. Sephiroth just, trial. I don't know. We just want we just want our Dark Knights to be able to wield <laughs> giant sword like Cloud. Sephiroth solo trial? Make it make it Kingdom Hearts 2 Sephiroth fight? Oh my god. 14. No. I w- Dude, I would, I'd have to change uh, more than just my pants if they added that. <laughs> Kingdom, Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 2 Sephiroth fight? Oh. I had an argument with one person. They were saying, like, oh yeah, Sephiroth is so much harder in Kingdom Hearts 2. And I was like, you take that back. Yeah. He is well, compared so to one? Hard Impossible in Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh my god, yeah. yeah they, they one, were saying he's the fight in two so hard. is harder than the platinum challenge. And I was like, no. No, no one you, forget, you have more okay. tools. <laughs> you I don't have way forget, more tools in uh, two, yeah. Noble did make a comment of wanting to make it so that retainers and personal inventory were all connected. Uh I would I would dare say that maybe not connected, but being able to when you DC travel, being able to have access to your retainers, even if it means pulling their gear that they're selling off of the market board in order to make that happen. I think that's just a repercussion of traveling uh, that you have to deal with. And that's fine. Uh, on the same vein, I know that they've talked about it at the last uh, at the US live letter at the, the one in Vegas at the post interviews. Uh, I would really like for them to open up DC travel to non like for if i'm in na i can go to u i can go to jp i know that they have i know that they have um reservations on doing this because of cultural differences so uh wraith i don't know if you know this when you savage raid in jp it's not really a thing as much there's not really a lot of differences between the eu side and the the uh, na side when it comes to like raiding and whatnot everybody kind of does the same thing in e in the jp side you party finders strictly to learn the fight and once you learn the fight you actually queue for it so like you queue through duty finder um so uh that's the biggest difference right so the like right now everybody party finder in na everybody party finders they're clear so like you you party finder out that you're looking for uh you know uncleared people who who people have uncleared because of lockouts uh for the week uh in in jp you uh and that and and the the number one thing that we tell new players is never queue for exes never queue for savages right for something we just tell people not to do as like a as like a wait in queue for in jp they do it that's how they do it they have you get your clears every week by just jumping into 
uh, duty finder and queuing yourself up for the fight as a solo or your group of friends and the, they throw a bunch of macros uh, out of what the strats are that they're going to be doing and, uh, the text and chat is big in JP. then you just go. Yeah, the text chat is huge in JP. It's it, yeah. like the macros are like literally everything you're going to see uh, in the fight. Um, mm. Noble says that NPC team that can take you to dungeons or whatnot allow us to change into the NPC to uh, FF characters we like, uh, like the bland, like the bland mage NPC allow us to change them into VV or Lulu, uh, so that and so on and so forth. Just you know for pure aesthetics and memories. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Like being able to like change yourself into old Final Fantasy characters. So like at Halloween time, they had that that guy you could change into other fourteen characters. Um, they wanted to do it so that they could do it. Uh, hmm. but, I think a uh, Lulu-esque character would be a really cool, cool caster to have in the game. Yep, Use, uses a uses a puppet for like their casting and stuff like that. Yeah, I I know mixing the NA EU and JP environments would be a logistical nightmare. I I am fully aware that those would be very dangerous things to do, but there are a lot of EU characters, a lot of EU players that would want to play with NA and NAK players who would want to play with EU and having to create a character and go through that whole thing over again when your whole montage of the game is one character does everything, it just feels bad, right? I mean, I I get like DC like they've already said that they can do it like they they've already been very open about the fact that they can do it and that that they're just kind of in in a reservation state of whether they want to push it through or not but i i think at least eu and oceanic need to be able to come to na or you know or go to eu or oceanic i think those are those are the big ones that i think that would benefit from uh opening up you know cross-region uh dc travel yeah i mean um, i mean a lot of oceanic players already come to na anyways Right. That's not um, a thing. Even just make it NA and EU. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a lot of, I think cloud servers can help with a lot that we didn't mention earlier is pl- people in places that don't have a data center. Like I know there's a lot of South American players who are like really excited for cloud servers because they're not supported at all. Right. Because mm-hmm. they don't have anything in their area. But if they were to pick up a uh a cloud service in that area then they would be able to start playing and get better ping and not have to feel like they're being shafted mm-hmm. i know that's kind of like the late the late push with the oceanic was like but i have uh, you know the uh, it, the australian players were either eu or na a lot of them were na and then it was oh well all of my friend i've made all these friends here that if i choose to go to oceanic now i'm going to be out right i have to i have to leave them behind uh and so like i have a lot of friends who who saw the australian servers and were just like nah not for me like it's <laughs> just not for me um but yeah hey don't um, worry we'll get xbox players soon Oh, man. My hot take on Xbox players, all right? I think we talked about this a little bit last week. I think that those who wanted to play Final Fantasy, who truly wanted to play Final Fantasy fourteen, have already gotten the game in some fashion or form. We're 10 years in, um, and, like... Uh, and I, I just think it was like I think it's a I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I think it's a little too late um, to to have them come this late into the game. Right. I, th- I think it's just um, it's just a lot 
uh, for them to come into. Um, you know, it's that it's that whole like four expansions thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a free trial. They could play through the free trial, but I think anybody who truly wanted to play the game, either figured out to play it on PC or when the console generation flipped from you know Xbox One to Xbox whatever the new Xbox is, um, that they flipped over to PlayStation and got it on PlayStation and ran with it. Well, I, I don't know. I like some people might not be in the situation to be able to do so because I, I remember there was somebody who came into uh, my chat like I think it was back during as far back as Coils who was like, "Hey, I just saw the announcement; it's coming to Xbox. Really excited for that because I, I like all the other ones. Finally, I get a chance to play that. So I think there's definitely going to be a market for it. I don't expect it to be very big of a market. Right. That's what I mean. I, because I just don't because think of like what you mean, yeah, saying, yeah." It'll be interesting to see. I think also Xbox tends to be like have its own sort of uh, right. Xbox yeah, community of people. <laughs> yeah, Blackmore. I don't. I don't see the sub being on Game Pass, but the you still have to buy the base game. I don't so even I see the base yeah. game being on Xbox. I, I think. I think you would lose a huge community of people if the game was free on Xbox on Xbox Game Pass. Um, I think that would be a huge slap in the face to to Sony and what Sony has done for Square in the last X number of years. I just don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a good uh, a good position to put themselves in. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. I think the joke I made when I heard Xbox was being announced oh, was fantasy oh, tokens. No. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. They've done so much to try to get rid of the RMT. I do not want to bring RMT into this game. Thank you. Thank you. No, big no. Um, I, I think that the big thing that I, I think the joke that I made was uh, was like, oh, Xbox players. Now I get to hear everybody talk about how they want to do my mom. Because because, again, that that whole like Xbox is very uh, sports and FPS based where it's like you know, caption moments of being killed and being like, oh, look at you, mom. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it'd be it'd be an interesting thing if they did do that. Because I remember with, like, there was a while before Bungie got bought by Sony where they had on Game Pass, like, all the expansions for Destiny 2 were through Game Pass for an extended period of time. And then that deal with Sony went through so it was like, oh, yeah, all those expansions are gone now. So people who played exclusively through Xbox were kind of getting shafted by that deal. Like, oh, I've put so much time into like I've had basically a subscription to Xbox and Destiny. And now I just can't have that anymore. I have to like buy every single piece of content for the game instead uh, now. Alex, I don't ever see that happening for two reasons. One, I don't think that. I think that Sony would make a play on on Square. Yeah. So the, the comment was the meme on Microsoft trying to buy Square Enix. Uh, I, I, a, I don't think they have the capital to buy Square Enix. I think Square Enix is strong enough that they would command a ridiculous price um, to, to take over. Um, I don't think that Sony would sit there and lie, uh, you know, sit there lying there and let that happen. Um, I think that there would be a better chance of Sony buying Square before Microsoft buys Square. I think Microsoft it's going to find they're going to spend a lot of money to try to clean up the Activision Blizzard thing that they just picked up um, yeah. a lot yeah. more than they than they I think originally expected. I don't know though like with how big of a flop Starfield was 
and then also the mess of Activision, the current state of Activision Blizzard. Like I could, uh, dep- okay, FF sixteen sales were not like not great. They were good, but not great. So I think maybe some of that exclusivity with Sony might be kind of riding on FF seven rebirth a little bit, maybe. Well, I think just because they've also they waited did say that I was gonna say sixteen is coming to PC. I don't know if it's coming to Xbox, yeah. but I know it's coming to PC. Yeah, it's 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 only PC. Yeah. Um, but still, like the the sales were with just like people aren't just buying PS5s just to play sixteen like they no, thought no, no, they no, were no, going no. to be. So I think that might be depending on let's say how Seven Rebirth comes and sells and stuff. We might we might see a possibility of Xbox trying to snap you know snatch up uh square too but i think because they're both japanese companies i don't think that's gonna happen i think yeah, there's I a little bit of think. not that, much that, in history right they have history together they've, they've they've gone through the moments of scratching each other's backs and helping each other i, I think um mm-hmm. you know I, I i you know while i can appreciate bringing new players into the final fantasy universe i did find that the timing was a little odd can given that yeah. it was like the same month that the FCC court case had kind of been finalized that they were announcing that 14 was coming to Xbox and I was like given what Sony has done for you I feel like you should have given this a little bit more time and maybe announced it at EU FanFest and not at NA FanFest Phil Spencer is going to be like the next Savage Tier raid boss that's right that's right <laughs> he looked he looked I have to tell you he looked so excited to be on that stage with Yoshi P oh, to talk yeah. about so super excited guys we we're making jokes that he looked like Donald Trump the way he was talking <laughs> on my stream <laughs> oh, I'm so man. excited to be here guys the most excited oh, I've ever been yeah. I swear. We've been waiting for this for years it's been years, years in the making I swear we've been talking behind the curtain there it's been years We've so, wanted them. We they wanted us. It's been a mutual of wanting each other. Let me tell you, I'm the best deal maker. I've made the greatest deal with Square. Sony Square has also 4. been Square has also been known to to nix on some projects that people were very excited about. I know there was a mobile, excuse me, mobile version of Eleven that was supposed to come out that got nixed. Uh, versus thirteen. Yeah, versus thirteen <laughs> is a hot button subject. I mean, there's stuff oh, on the other side clear. too. Like Blizzard, Blizzard uh, got rid of Ghost, which I thought was a huge loss in my opinion. I was so excited. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, it was. Uh, you Our play crap. the role of uh, of Kerrigan in like a first person shooter style, like walking through like like levels as like Kerrigan being able to like like stealth your way through with like going invisible and. It was a project hmm. that was a long time ago, uh, and then they just mixed twenty it. years of that remake. Yeah, Cla- classic Blizzard. mode. I I would be down for a cl- for a classic server on fourteen. Doing like a like a one point Uh no no <laughs> two point I'm good. Wow. I, don't, I don't I don't I don't need one point I'm good. I'm I want it for the story. Good. I mean, I don't. I got YouTube for that. I don't. I don't need to freaking stand to to cast as a freaking melee. Okay, how a range melee? Well, like I, I remember, like because because the way the movement was, there was a whole fight where you just like you like you ran on top of like this like hill and you just like stood there, and then when a mechanic went off, you'd ran down the hill and then you ran mm-hmm. back up the hill, and that was the whole fight. I don't know the story. What that about I have the possibility? From... 
the story I have from 1.0 is uh, when they were shutting down the servers and everybody, I don't know if ever, I don't know if anybody else played 1.0 or knows about this, but they uh, they lined up there and they make reference of this in the, the game. Goobie wall. The 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 Gubu wall at Iwulda. I have a I had a friend who uh, who was part of that wall. Uh, you know when they were shutting down the servers because they they basically like it wasn't just like a flick the switch shut down the servers. They went in and they killed every player. They had the, you know like they had enemies go in and try to kill every player, and so they were actually fighting. Yeah, uh, it, it, enemies yeah. could actually enter into towns as well. Like the there there mm-hmm. wasn't like enemies. they were just spawning them in there. Yeah, yeah. You you couldn't yeah. you couldn't outrun enemy really enemies in the sanctuaries and the the guards fight it off or whatever. Yeah. No, they they kept going. Okay, what about hardcore servers? Just saying. Imagine imagine you get through like you're in Shadowbringers or Stormblood, and then you die to like you fuck up a duty. Go back oh, to AR. Oh, go actually go back to AR. <laughs> start over again. No death do, servers. Yeah. That would yeah. be interesting. Do, do do hardcore and then go do a go do a savage with a door boss. Think uh, about what kind of yeah. good content that would be. You know, like, from the streaming side of things, like oh, so you're telling me like these guys are crazy enough to go risk their characters doing a savage raid? Oh my <laughs> god! I do T13 hardcore. Hell yeah, let's go! Yeah, <laughs> make it make um, a new character once a week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, cool. I, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see more, um, more crossovers with oddball things. So they had like the yokai watch event. Um, I think it'd be cool to do more stuff like that where they brought like, uh, like other like just things that had nothing to do, kind of nothing to do with Final Fantasy, and, and did like a crossover event with them. I mean, we got seven. Um, <laughs> okay, we get it. You want seven? It, I got it's, it. it. It's a square title, and we already have a lot title. of gear that's in the same like fashion vein. But like, the world ends with you. They can pull yeah, that in. Cool. A lot, so a lot of the newer zippers. fashion is so oh, many not. zippers, not belts, no just more zippers. zippers. No belts, just zippers. Lulu dress when all yeah. belts, <laughs> all, only belts. <laughs> See, I like, yeah, that I think World Ends With You would be a little bit more of a like possibility than like Kingdom Hearts, because I think they have like the exclusive yeah. rights to do that. Although a Kingdom Hearts one would be really cool. I, I already have made comparisons well, to like the Sin Eaters to uh, to Nobodies. They look very yeah, oh, yeah. Nobody-esque. That. That, was like, that was an interesting. Oh, uh, but the Void Sense are Heartless. I mean, that actually makes sense. No, not Heartless. Nobody's. Oh no, I guess yeah. Yeah, the yeah. No, no, the void oh, yeah, set yeah, yeah. would be heartless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good one. That would be and good. Alex on like the the raid series being a cro- crossover for the, from a different franchise. I mean, near is still business unit three, and I mean it. I I, I like near, so I'm I need to go back to the to the near raids and get a little glam. The what raids? Did the what raids? Uh, no, no raids, no raids to speak of. <laughs> um, Wait, so did CBU three do uh, near? They made near? yeah, they did, they did near automata. Oh, I didn't know they they did that one too. Yeah, business okay, unit three did near automata. Yeah, That's it was cool. um, the the producer was or director was Soren, I think is his name. Um, yes, that sounds, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, I, I keep wanting to say Sokan, but that's the that's the music yeah. director. Yeah, I'll say that one. That's the wrong one. 
Um, Smash yeah. Anybody else have anybody? No, Smash Bros. Get out of here. Get out of here with you, Smash Bros. <laughs> never going to happen. Sony already tried to do their Battle Royale, and it flopped. Everyone tried to do their it's Smash Club. Sora is awful. in Smash. We just got to yeah. get Ishtola in there. Big angry. Okay. Big angry about that. Oh. No, Thancred, dude. Daddy Thancred. He's got his, like, gunbreaker Thancred, forms. Different yeah. different stances. You could do, like, his Thancred. ninja. You're on the th- Daddy Thancred you could do his... Well, if you want to do that, just 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 make it meteor, and then he can just swap classes. <laughs> you got different skins. You got dragoon meteor. You got yeah, monk meteor. There's, I, I think there's a lot of different crossover things that you can do with like such a long form thing, like fourteen. They are they already have done Monster Hunter. They've already done near. They've done other final fantasy games i mean who knows it's going to be like fortnite we're going to see master chief and thanos yeah, fighting yeah. And then, <laughs> no, i mean resident evil no, Ooh, no, that no. would be a good i would, I would be crossover. down for a resident evil crossover Man, you're asking kojima to not kojima uh what is it Kojima's uh, not capcom, capcom, right now. capcom uh, and uh and square to work together i just don't think it's gonna happen I, I can see it. They, they might. They might work together. They could. <laughs> Imagine having yeah. crafting ammo like back in in what uh, LK, uh, or having to farm materia to cast magic. Ugh. Like couldn't be couldn't couldn't cast magic unless you had it bound to your weapon for a certain number of times. Let's spice up PvP in 14 and add a battle royale mode. That's what everyone's wanting, yeah. obviously. Keep Fortnite out of Final Fantasy. <laughs> Hashtag exactly, yes. Fortnite out. Battle battle royale, you have to go and find materia to slot it into your armor. On the, on the subject of the uh on the subject I was of just kidding, but you're giving them ammo. <laughs> Blue Mage Battle Royale mode. That would actually be pretty cool. You find spells. Yeah. You can swap them. Yep. Um, okay, so on the on the subject of Fall Guys, um, do you guys think that when they take because the they've said that the Fall Guys will be like a revolving door event, right? They're gonna take it off for yeah. a couple months and then bring it back. Do you think that the months that they take it off, they're gonna be developing new stages, or do you think they're just gonna turn it back on with the stages that we have? New stage, give everybody rescue as a duty action. Oh, that would be better than grab. That would be better than grab. And just make it like some like ridiculous cooldown time. And oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Can I I give a hot take here? I don't. I don't care for the the Fall Guys event. That's fine. That's fine. It's bad. I think it's like it's a cool. It's a neat idea, but like. uh, Especially with the uh, rampant cheating. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that last week. That was one of our discussions last week about I'm the gonna, people who were like glitching up and then floating around all the the uh, the stuff and then landing on the crown. Imagine streamers doing that too. Oh my gosh! I, wow. I can think yeah. of a cu- I can think of a couple who might have uh, gotten that that title very very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> almost I, sus quickly. I, I know some some people. I know because I, I know um, I, I know I have free has people it, that are free. Free actually did his yeah. completely legit. He was like he was doing it every day for you know six to eight hours a day. He was streaming and got it. Oh got well, it. free is like a an actual Fall Guys like God. he's a Fall Guys streamer. God. Yeah, 
he no free free does it legit for sure like because that's what like i remember like when i first heard about free like he was <laughs> small square was just a small indie squares is a small indie <laughs> company yeah <laughs> okay yeah small small indie yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like i i, I don't know i just think I, it's kind of whatever i it's fine i guess it's a it's another crossover game that's fine i don't think we're gonna see another crossover game for a while though like yeah. like in that that way like when was the last like outside final fantasy crossover game event yeah yokai watch well yokai watch was before the monster hunter one yeah, i don't think it's back but yokai watch was was in heaven's word yeah and then they brought it back for stormblood yeah but monster hunter was in stormblood yeah, yeah so so either or of those could be considered so monster hunter so it's been it's been since stormblood right mm-hmm well, I'll see you guys in like four years. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's Five another years. crossover, but we can't talk about it. Yeah. On, on the titles thing, the one thing um, I, I, I know I have someone that's uh, pretty frequent in my chat who's in who like the one of the main things they do in the game. They're just an achievement hunter. They want to get all the achievements in the game and they're pissed at the uh, um, they're pissed. At, they're pissed at the, the Fall Guys the event because of the way they've locked out um it like behind like a hundred wins and then they, there's like a small thing of like playing enough times they wish they wish it was like swapped right like the harder achievement was just playing it enough but anyways does anybody else have anything new that they would like to have added to the game other than final fantasy 7 stuff <laughs> all final fantasy oh. 10 stuff let's, let's switch it up 10's already give in the a, game Mug give station. me a sin raid no get out of here with that stuff it's not in the game enough <laughs> Okay, and I'm not going to touch. We're not going to touch on what what Ten has in the game because reasons. <laughs> but I I want I want more. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad more about the Ten they added in. Okay, get this right. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children content. Okay, okay. You're rebirth. The motorcycle. What do you? <laughs> okay, okay. Remake and rebirth ff7 content please no. a unalesca okay. raid that's not bad i, I think oh, yeah, i think yeah. some 16 stuff honestly 16 stuff like more 16 stuff especially since they did it i feel like right. we could see like that ifrit fight like there's some of those like i don't want to talk too much about spoilers of 16 for those who don't have a ps5 to play it but the ifrit garuda fight in 16 Oh, yeah, that was I, so I would be cool. cool with doing some like pixel remastered fights that come back, like where they make them into the game. That would be kind of cool where they bring like, like I, I think the problem, though, is like they want to use that stuff as like uh, trial content or like when they did. Um, oh, shit, I can't even talk about that. Uh, oh, we'll we'll have you back again so we could talk about all the spoilers yes. at the end of your EW. And we might have you back before that, but the EW stuff for sure we'll have you back for um, because there's a lot of stuff in EW that, that, that would have pertained to um, yeah, when they did that uh, in EW. <laughs> but for those who know, they know. Um, uh, and uh, it, like they want to be able to reuse that content as new bosses. Uh, I mean, there's a few that I could they, like. There's three or four from EW that, specifically that I could bring up um, because they made it was a big deal. Um, but uh, the uh, I the hot take that I have from the from the other hot take that I have from the fan fest um, 
that they had talked about, which I'm not a fan. This is what this probably would go under the like, I don't want it to come into the game. They talked about creating like an emulation station within the game to be able to play the old Final Fantasies within Final Fantasy 14. And I'm like, why? Like, I, I mean, I guess that the there's toolbox. some like, yeah, it's like have a picture pixel remastered option in the toolbox that you could play through. But I'm like, you're that's they had talked about them you like then paying for the game again through the mog station so you'd own it in like how many different formats like every final fantasy here hot tip for you guys every final fantasy game from one to nine is available on mobile devices you can play them on tablets you can play them on consoles you can play them everywhere that's how i played three is no reason to have them in final fantasy 14 you can play 10-2 on Switch. 10 and 10-2 on Switch. There's oh, no reason for them to be anywhere else. Like, it, they've remastered these games enough that it's just like, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't need them inside Final Fantasy fourteen to play. It's just not... I. No. This is going to go down as a, I don't want it. We, we need a full... I agree. Full Bethesda route, and we got to put all the Final Fantasies on Alexa. On Alexa, No. Do you guys remember that when they put Skyrim on it? No. That's crazy. They had a whole key. In, it, was, it was Keegan-Michael Key, I think is who it was, yeah. uh, did a commercial for it. And he, he was he was like talking to his to it, and he's just like, eat, I eat the cheese. I eat all the cheese. Yeah. How, how many cheese wheels can I buy? Really? Okay. I eat all I the cheese. I think the coolest thing from back in my day, I'm going to date myself because it's just the way this is going to be. Y'all remember the old, uh, the old iPods with the spin wheel? Oh yeah. Did any of your friends ever jailbreak those and put Doom on them? Oh yeah. No, no, I didn't uh, have Doom. I, I, I actually had uh um I had Doom in my Minecraft or Duke Nukem, one of the two. <laughs> uh Duke yeah, it was Duke Nukem. I'm I'm more of a see, my first like boomer shooter was totally Duke Nukem. Yeah. Because someone said, Yeah, there's aliens who are trying to abduct strippers. And I was like <laughs> I need to play this shit. What? <laughs> the remake was so bad. The the one they did oh, for PS3 so or whatever it was so bad. The number of memes that they put in, like they had like the the Master Chief armor up on the thing, and he was like, "I don't need no stinking armor," and he just went off and was like, "Power oh, armors for pussies." Power armors for pussies. Yeah, it was great. I'm here to eat ass and chew bubblegum. All out of <laughs> bubblegum. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um. New PvP game modes, like a tactic style. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd actually be okay with like, um, what's the other game that? What's the other game series that uh, Square owns the rights to? Um, not tactics. It's the the more modern one where you're like, it's almost like, um, like you can run. You have a distance that you can run, and then you do an action afterwards. But it's in like that Final Fantasy style. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Somebody in chat's gonna get it. They're gonna. They're gonna they're gonna shout it out. Um, but it's it's like um, yeah, it's like that. It'd be like a tactic style where you can move a specific way, almost like a Boulder Gate style movement. Oh, okay. Um, but it would be like different zones that you could just like you could get into a battle with somebody and then do movement and then turns and then that'd be cool, like a turn based like PvP style. That would be kind of interesting. Here's something that I think could work, but I think it could work in not just fourteen, but like in a lot of games is um the possibility of like a MOBA style PVP game mode, like yep. where you have everyone starts with nothing. Maybe like minions. you select kind of the role you want. Yeah, you have minions, you slowly upgrade 
gear that gives you new abilities in your rotation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think it can I, work. I thought Rival Wings was like kind of MOBA style, yeah. It it is, yeah. But like Although lean I, heavier into it, you know. Well, isn't like even isn't the like the the minion mini game in the gold saucer, isn't that like essentially just league but with minions? Yeah, a lot less active league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um just merge them. Boom. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that would be kind of cool doing like a mobile mobile style where it was like you could um, you could is that Rival Wings? There is Rival. Okay, mm. yeah. I'll have to check out Rival Wings. I haven't actually done a lot of Rival Wings. I haven't done like any PvP. One of them is me. like isn't one of them a, a push the payload one like Overwatch style, mm-hmm. and then that's CC yeah. I think. Yeah, and then there's the free for all, which is front lines, and then I guess Rival Wings is uh like MOBA ish. Yeah. Um but yeah, that would be um I don't know. I, I, I think we've we uh I've touched on a lot of the stuff that I, I think was we've got a really good discussion today. I think last thing huh? yeah. I think someone touched on this last time. But as an addition to the game, adding a, a simulation mode so you can go you can go into oh, fights with yeah. no damage. Yeah, do fights with no damage and be able to see mechanics so you can get used to mechanics before you have to do them with actual. I, I think that would be something. So, uh, so hot take. I want this feature, but I want it after the first couple weeks of Savage rating. Like I want it yeah, to be let, like let, a tiered let, thing. Let, let the first world first do, right, do their yeah. thing, and they and they do their world first thing. Because I think this eliminates world first thing. Because then you it gives you, like, it gives you even yeah. more prestige that way too. Then we world firsted and we world firsted before. Yeah. Um, the simulation was was released. It gives right. even more prestige to it. Maybe maybe I release agree. the simulation. I don't know, like in the the half patch. So like give it a give it a couple months of people just being able to do it without it, and then or when the twenty four men comes out. Or the twenty four man comes out. That'd be a perfect time for it as well. Yeah. Have you? Here's another thing. I, I was. I just kind of like thought of that pertains to just the the moving forward. Looking to Dawn Trail is. I just realized like so now they have the combat director of the Devil May Cry series who worked on sixteen for its combat system. Correct. And I wonder if they're keeping him around to maybe do a little bit of work with like maybe the new classes because viper looks not only awesome but also uh really involved and flashy and like kind of gave me some 16 vibes in the combat department so i wonder if maybe we're going to start seeing more um noble like, there's 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 a thing more combat that is um, a thing that's against terms yeah. of service don't ask don't run. tell don't ask yeah. to tell, um, but you have to be a PC player. So if you're a console player, then forget about it. Yeah. You um, can have a friend that you, are, if you're friends with someone who's has a PC, then they can record your logs and then post them. And there's a website called FF Logs that like all the higher end raiders and, uh, um, use to like be able to tell how they're doing. Like that. Is, just to be clear, we are in no way advising people to run yep. ACT or like you do that at your own risk because um, yep. it is against terms of service. Especially don't stream it. Don't yeah. post about it like that. You uh, 
there there have been actively I've you, you've seen raiders oh, who have mm. ACT on their on their screen while they're streaming actively get pulled out of a raid and dumped into the jail instead of snoozing it. <laughs> oh, that I still snoozed anyway. I didn't. Um. Well, we can we can kind of chit chat for the next couple of minutes while this yeah. ad's pushing through. We won't we won't close here. We'll we'll uh, yeah. Um, doesn't have something like Ricky out here. So, Wraith, what's your uh, what's your current opinion of the? I know you're a huge fan of the music. That's been a big piece yes, for you. Yes. Um, I know that you're uh, a pretty good fan of the new characters. Uh, I know you have opinions mm-hmm. on what particular characters are what. Yeah. Well, I think they really, really set it up. Uh, pretty hardcore in uh, like the finale of uh, Stormblood. Like, hey, we're gonna introduce this really crazy character, and also there's this other unknown character that is totally <laughs> not tied to, to anything else that we just introduced. I mean, if, if you're talking about uh, Solace, like yeah, come yeah on. it's yeah, it's yeah. pretty obvious like where that's where that thread is leading especially when they're just like oh yeah we just found out that the the you know there's certain tiers to the Asians, and at the very top is their leader emmett whatever and also here's the the creator founder and old emperor of the garlean empire oh no who could they be? (laughs) I wonder. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's like uh, that, that was a pretty, pretty obvious thing. Like the MSQ gives pretty good hints and I think I'm okay at picking them up at that point. But I feel like that was like, um, like a, like a slap on the back of the head moment. Like, Hey, come on, look at this. Huh? Yeah. You also not telling you, but I'll tell you uh, about sad, uh, sad Sephiroth and the, uh, curiosity of, (laughs) Kind of the curiosity. Oh, Good old yeah. War master. Uh, yeah, he's never. I don't think that dude's ever going to touch a woman in his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least the calamity's coming for him, right? At least yeah, he's going to see right. something cool. That's right. That's no, right. I, I like the character so far in Shadowbringers. Uh, I think there's a certain, like, there's a certain, like, why am I here? kind of like a pause that's really weirdly abrupt like uh, stormblood is really the like this like crescendo of okay here's the set pieces of a realm reborn with setting the stage putting all the pieces on the board heaven's word is like kind of fleshing out the world making it more grounded and gritty and having these like interpersonal conflicts that really build and strengthen the core characters that we know from realm reborn and then here's Stormblood where it's all coming together. Everything's like swelling and, you know, you get to that final fight at the very end on the battlefield with, with uh, Xenos and it's like, okay, now we're going to go to another dimension, guys. See ya. Well, you know this huge crazy conflict? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. We got to go. We got to deal with something in another dimension or whatever. Dimension, in a, yeah. The reflection. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little bit of like a, oh, no, no. I was in these characters too. Yeah. I, like I, I, I wasn't done there. I wasn't done there. Let's go back there. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, um, I think that's. Same time, uh, I think it's good. I think that's good stuff. Good breath of fresh air. Good you. Uh, yeah. It, it's a good time to reflect on that sort of stuff, and especially moving forward, I think it's going to be 
interesting where they go with it because I think there's a lot of mystery. There wasn't a whole lot of mystery in Stormblood, but there's a lot of like mysteries to be uncovered and like more context to be filled out with Shadowbringers that I think, at least from like a streaming perspective, I'm excited to like really like get into and react to it. There was a lot oh, of like, um, what I thought was interesting was there was the, um, and, and no, well, I'm actually going to touch on your um, recount <laughs> style system here in a second. I, I did see that and I want to make sure that I touch on it here in a second, but um, I think Noble said I take? liked Vinbrida. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, uh, but uh, what, um, what was your take on the, I'm going to call it the Umbrella Academy style time travel-esque type deal where like people have been in the area for a little bit longer. Like what's your, what's your feeling? Oh yeah. Um, it's a, okay. We'll see how. I wouldn't consider we'll it to see be time how... travel, right? Because it's kind of like some of them sort it of is. time travel. I mean, it is, but it isn't, it's, right? It's, yeah, like it is. It's not time travel in the way that I think, like that I would criticize. Because usually my big thing with time travel is like the going back part of it. Like right. you could say in 15, there's time travel when Noctis goes into the crystal and then comes out and it's like 20 years later and he's like, oh shit, like there's so much that I've missed. Like that, like being thrown forward time travel i'm cool with that but like when it starts to like yeah we can go back and undo mistakes from our past it's like that undercuts like the the big moments or has the potential to undercut big moments with this i think it's done well enough if not it teeters it rides that line of being potentially kind of cheap where it's like yeah we wanted to like really speed up some progression with characters so we just kind of threw them forward really fast. And then, but on the other hand, like if they go somewhere interesting with it, I don't think it really matters too much because I do like, I at least like where the characters are at the, at the current state. I finally caught up to the reference. It took me a minute. Tidus and Sir Oren would like to have a word with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) The time travel. Uh, I I, I mean, like Final Fantasy 10 spoilers. It's a 20 year old game though. Wasn't yeah. time travel. Wasn't time travel. <laughs> um, but uh, no, well, to touch on your subject, your 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 piece of like being able to figure out a way. There is, and I actually for remembered this during the during the quick ad break. There is a way that you can check your DPS. Um, what you do is you go uh, hit a sea stone sky dummy, uh, and there'll be. Um, it'll be on a timer it's only like three minutes to kill whatever the boss is when you finish killing that boss at whatever time you have left on the ticker you can go to an online website and say i'm this class i beat up this guy stone dummy and i had this much time left and it'll give you a rough estimation as to what your dps is it is not add-on based it does not connect to the game in any way shape or form it is its own separate website therefore my understanding is that it does not violate terms of service because it does not manipulate the game in any way manipulate the game's bad don't do it yeah don't okay. do that don't do that <laughs> um so there's there are ways to do it on console i've done it that way before where i've just checked my check my numbers based upon what's left um but yeah if you search for like skystone dummy calculator it should pop up it's like a black website and you drop down to which whichever <laughs> dummy you kill and it'll ask you for the info 
Don't know where um, you're at. I will say if you've done any current savage, m- more than likely you it type go into FF logs and type in your character name and someone you cleared with, especially you cleared in Party Finder, probably posted logs. It's, yeah, the Skystone dummies are good for checking your rotation um, before you go into the content, right? If you're hitting your bot, you know, m- mechanics aside, are you hitting your buttons correctly? Are you doing the maximum amount of damage you possibly can on your rotation? I find the Skystone dummies to be a good justification set for like, am I doing enough damage to get through this boss? That's That's what I use them for. But anyways, all right. So uh, we are going to wrap up for tonight. Um, Ray, thank you so much for coming tonight. This was so much fun. Yeah, um, it was great. I had a great yeah. time. Thank you. We're guys. definitely going to have to have you again uh, and get a get a post EW reaction when you're done and be able to get all the juicy gossip of all the things oh, that we could talk about tonight and be able to go through that. <laughs> um, Ray, if, we'll if people wanted to find reading. you in the worldwide world of web, where would they find you? Uh, twitch.tv slash Wraith of the Nine or at Wraith of the Nine on YouTube. I don't really do like uh, Twitter or anything like that. But yeah, you know, we stream Monday, uh, pretty much Monday through Friday, except for Tuesdays. And we're usually on very early in the morning, uh, 9 a.m. EST, so Eastern Standard Time. Nice. I know a lot of the people are EU folks. We love you, EU folks. But it's early it's early <laughs> we get up nice and early for the msq for our daily dose of despair <laughs> um i, I want to yeah. thank everybody for coming tonight and uh watching us and we've been watching the numbers kind of fluctuate so that's been kind of fun to see uh you know everything kind of roll up and roll down i thank everybody for their input tonight um i think it made the podcast run really well tonight getting uh uh, watch fewer inputs. Uh, if you guys like this kind of stuff, guys, uh, throw us follows. Um, throw Wraith a follow, please. Throw Gibbles, throw myself a follow. We do this every Monday. Um, you know, we're we're gonna start pulling uh, some topics from you guys to see if we want to talk about some more stuff. But um, thank you guys for coming tonight. Um, next week will be. I, we haven't decided what we're talking about next week, so I can't really talk about what's going on next week. We're gonna work on that this week. Um, we do have some guests that are really excited. To come on uh i don't know if we uh we haven't really mentioned it a little bit but um we've talked to i've talked to free about coming on for a couple lore episodes um they that would be fun yeah we could do we fancy tenant belts uh i've talked to biggie biggie sweats about coming on to do um key differences between you know stuff like this and guild wars and wow um we do have a planned uh episode for the first the first episode of the year for 2024 which is our um we're gonna have blinded chaos on as well as conjured cow on to discuss um uh, accessibility in games uh, so not just Final Fantasy but in general where where games you know where what examples of games doing really well with accessibility um, for those of you who don't know Blinded Chaos is a uh, is from Australia but she's a blind streamer so she's legally blind but she's been able to do savage content which is super cool. That's awesome. Yeah so and then Rare color blind and like really color blind yep um, so that's awesome. Yeah, so, if, if, I so mean, you, you said you said you did Leviathan in D two. You know, like in like the, the third boss, I think, where you do like the, yeah. the circle around and the whole screen is like red while you're jumping through the hoops. Uh, uh, Cow did that, but uh, and we had we, they couldn't see shit. We had to tell them like how high to jump while they were doing it. 
What did you call it? Oh out? my god. Yeah. Yeah. The gauntlet while like colorblind and oh. Mm-hmm. oh oh my god. I couldn't believe I couldn't imagine that. That's insane. That's so cool. Oh my god. But yeah, so yeah. we got a couple of good episodes in the works right now. Um we're gonna have some filler episodes between now and those episodes, but uh yeah, I think uh Again, Ray, thank you so much for coming tonight. This was super fun. Uh, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, it was super for fun. For sure, we'll, we'll definitely do this again. Um, again, a huge shout out to Conjure Cow, uh, Gibbles and Spouse, for the overlay that you guys saw. So everything that you saw in the overlay. Um, we will get the first episode pushed up onto the podcast services. So those will be on your uh, Spotify and YouTube podcasts and uh, Apple podcast services when we can push them up. Uh, and then as well, uh, Gibbles is doing some cutouts for the TikTok page so that we can start maybe pushing lives to tiktok uh that would be cool too um those are all at at beards of light so if you guys are on those platforms please 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 uh shoot us follows the closer we get to a thousand on tiktok is the faster we can start doing lives doing our episodes live on tiktok so um pass this along to friends if you think that they would like it um we'll we'll be doing cuts of it so that it's a little bit cleaner to look at um in uh, the next few days so uh thank you guys for coming tonight and uh we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time